0: hello everybody we are back with episode number 31 I wish this episode would have been the 30th just because the I don't know because 30 just sounds more like you know like like bookmark number you know whereas like 31 it's like oh you know like is not the memorable number right I think you're splitting hairs but well, you know what I'm saying though right I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I recommend it to Jason my bomb ass mariachi playlist um i'm gonna put a link in the description to it because i'm i would have just put it in my recent mexican vibes upload but a lot of the songs it didn't let me put them due to the the copyright laws um but yeah so what did you think jason of mariachi music (sighs) This is a lot of,
1: a lot of songs to digest, but uh, no, no, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was cool. I guess it's easy to kind of, and it's easy to go song by song and then, you know, kind of summing because some of my points are very consistent throughout the multiple songs. and I kind of, I found myself kept saying the same things. So I figured it was easy to kind of just go point by point and reinforce it. So I don't have to repeat myself. Um Okay. So the first song, El Cascabel. So that yes, one, yes, sir. <laughs> that's a great opening one. So I really like the the really fluttery and pretty guitar melodies that were throughout the song. That was really great. Um, oh feel, yeah, like I was being serenaded yeah. on an epic level. Um, the part that I liked the most, which is more of the metal player in me, was when they were doing the strumming, the percussive strumming, where the rhythm kind of slowed down and built back up again. They kept going back and forth. Um, yeah that was cool the bass solo in the middle of the song was also nice that's that one instrument that I want to learn how to play looks really fun Um, the one thing that was weird about this song was I didn't expect it to be seven minutes <laughs> yeah no um I was not sure if I wanted this to be
0: like the opening to your like to, to your, I, I mean I, I know you've listened to mariachi music before I mean because it's like who hasn't But, um, I, 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 I would say like, this is like the, the really good shit though, when it comes to the genre. Um, so I was like, Hmm, what do I want? It's, it's, it's almost like, um, it's like, what, what prog metal song do I show someone to get them into the genre? But it's also like a really good song on its own, you know? So that's why I, I went with this one. Because like I mean obviously just right off the bat, like that that's Mexico. Like you know it's Mexico just from the, the opening, right? Like just that introduction into like just the the trumpets and the strumming and just the guy singing and it's so like um flamboyant and just exaggerated, you know.
1: That's an um, understatement.
0: <laughs> I know, right? But um yeah, like I'm trying to you can't really put into words how like epic I mean it is epic. Like, for a lack of a better term, it is epic. Like, mariachi music. Especially the first song. And even, like, the the, the first three from that band, Mariachi Sol de Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, those songs, they hit kind of different, I must say.
1: Yeah, Um, the only thing I didn't like about the song was the... And this is kind of a similar theme, although I go back and forth. So like I said before, like the trumpet is not an instrument that I generally like the sound of, really in any genre of music. But there's a way that a lot of the songs do the trumpet and this playlist that I like. What I don't like is how the trumpet, when it gets super blaringly loud, like specifically only in this song, that trumpet solo at the end of it just annoyed the ever-loving shit out of me for some reason.
0: Oh, it was I thought super you were gonna...
1: Aggressive and, and the other problem, too, is the way you that it what? was mixed. Like, it clips. The actual physical sound of the trumpet, like, clips on the audio. And it just sounds really distorted and just really shitty at some parts. But they the the other thing that's cool about the trumpet... Well, not the other thing, but the, the only thing to me that's cool about the trumpet is when they play the very soft kind of melodies, or if it feels like, it actually fits in the song. That's kind of where I like the trumpet and mariachi music. Um, the other problem really to me for this entire playlist are the vocals it's like once you hear two of them and there's a couple that deviate And this one i was going to talk about that i like but the rhythm of the vocals usually never really fits the actual rhythm of the song or like when they go off on the tangent kind of thing the actual the actual sound of it is kind of dramatic too like it's sometimes it's like really over dramatic all the time so it kind of throws me out because the music instrumentally is really nice and the vocals sometimes take it away but this yeah, one song that... <laughs> I do kind of like, but the vocals kind of get long winded a little bit for me sometimes.
0: That's what I was going to ask. Cause I was speaking in the playlist of the, uh, like as a whole, like how Mexican does one need to be to enjoy this? Whereas opposed to like, like a lot of those things you mentioned don't bother me. Right. Just cause like, I'm just so into it. I've listened to it for so long. Um, it's just like, I just don't really have many gripes with this. Um, I mean, I, with this genre, because um, I think a lot of it can be really obnoxious, you know, because, um, you know, like when stuff is just like a little too Mexican, it's like well, the only thing <laughs> okay, <really obnoxious> <laughs> to me
1: is the trumpet. But again, that's only on select parts of some of the songs. Sometimes I was surprised how the trumpet was actually really nice on some of the songs I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about. But the vocals to me, they're not annoying. They just don't seem like they fit all of the time. And that's it kind of takes away from the song, but it doesn't annoy me. Um, do you think what but like when it
0: fits though it like really does fit
1: i think it's because it's such a specific style it's sort of like like it fits in the context of i guess the genre but if you were to look at it objectively it doesn't really fit in the song that it's in if that makes sense but when you listen to it it's like that's really you know the style it's kind of the same thing with jazz how it's like you know, like jazz, technically the notes aren't real mm, in the scale, yeah. but it just sounds nice for the genre. But there's some jazz musicians that take that way too far and have no sort of structure to whatever they're playing. You know what I'm saying? It, I kind of feel the same way about that. Because jazz is that one makes, of those genres where yeah. it's like, I like some of it, some it's kind of cool, but again, it kind of gets long-winded for a lot of the stuff. But I feel the same way with this on the vocals, not on the instruments besides the trumpet.
0: Yeah, that, um, that, that, that makes sense to me. Um, I, I, I get what you mean. Cause I, I assume I like jazz more than you do. Um,
1: yeah.
0: right. Um, cause it is, um, eh, I don't know if I would say this, but like, it is, you know, like a, a genre like mariachi or jazz, uh, like specifically American jazz. Well, and then Latin jazz too, for that matter. Like, um, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. I mean, I know it doesn't offend you, um, but for anyone that like, might have fan, like I'm not saying this in a bad way, but like they're much more monolithic as genres of music as opposed yeah. to like progressive metal is really like metal too. It's just it's just very widespread, right? And like rock music, like what constitutes as rock music is just it's so like. You know,
1: well, it's I would way, say it's way too broad. You know, the, the genre as a whole is broad because it's the whole point of being progressive. You're trying new shit, but I would say there's a lot of bands in that genre that are, I don't think it's bad to say monolithic, because if you really like that style, then you're giving you more of that what you love. I think Tool's are a good example. Like Tool, I think is a very monolithic band because when you listen to them, you know exactly who it is, and they don't have. Yeah, two, like I feel like their music has variety in the types of stuff that they play in the riffs, but I feel like most like they don't really branch out and do different genres. It's just they do their own genre pretty much. Um, I feel like Gojira is kind of in that same vein. and they do some songs that kind of branch out a little bit more into the mainstream, but a lot of the stuff when you listen to them, like, you know, it's them. So I don't think it's a bad thing to be monolithic. I feel like when you get one dimensional is if you, every single song you make can be switched out and interchanged with each other. So if you don't do different keys and yes. different tunings and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I feel like sometimes it can get a little derivative and, People can make the argument for bands like Tool because they're pretty much mostly in D. (laughs) Right, yeah, no. But you can still individually tell the different riffs. Like, it doesn't sound like it's one riff that can be played into various different songs for some of them, which I feel like is kind of... And I feel like for genres like jazz and mariachi, I feel like you can take a lot of the same rhythms and melodies and place them in other songs and they would fit a lot better. Same thing with country. Like country, you can pretty much take anything and put it in any song, and it sounds the fucking same. At um, least
0: like modern um, country yeah. music, because I actually I like older. I mean, it's not like what I dial up, but um, I'm I, I like some older like '70s kind of country music because it's more folky, right? Yeah, I mean, more and like it, the
1: poppy rap hi hat country
0: the stuff. <laughs> yeah, like the the, yeah. the stuff now. No, no, and I and I agree yeah. with you. Um, yeah, I I. think you did point out something that was important is like there's a difference between being monolithic as opposed to just being one dimensional right because i think a lot of these songs even you would agree like they they they're all like sound they're very different from one another even though you could tell it's the same genre of music like they're not just the same they're not all the same rhythm they're not all the same they're not in all the same keys right they're not like they all have different kind of tones you know yeah
1: and I agree um, with the instrumentation. My only thing is, I feel like the vocals are very one-dimensional because they follow a very similar rhythm. They kind of have a, s- a similar inflection to a lot of them, even because like you put me a playlist, and so like I feel like this could be a singular artist for some of the songs because obviously their voices oh, sound different and they do different keys and notes. But just the way that they them... structure, the rhythm is very. It's like the it's like the reggaeton beat. Like how a lot of the songs have that same kind of beat. It's kind of what it felt like with the vocals, but the next song, El Coco. So I really like the the chimy melody um, was really bell like on the guitar, and I like that a lot. And this is the song where I actually like the trumpet where they do that kind of smooth vibrato, like trailing off thing. I thought that was cool sounding. Um, yeah, like the,
0: the... Da, da 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 da. Like kind yeah. of like, again yeah, the yeah. Wait, but like, did you you didn't like that? Um... There's that epic moment when the trumpets come in in El Cascabel. Like, when they they just, like, come in for the first time. I think it's just, it's so good. It gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. Did you like that moment?
1: Yeah, that part was fine. It's just, the only thing I didn't like was the end. Like, where there's blaring and it just was clipping. Like, that that sounded bad to me. Just not even on a music level, just on a sound level. Like, the physical sound of it sounded bad. (laughs) Not the actual, like, style of it, if that makes sense. But... Yeah, so I did like the trumpets there, and then also in this song, the one thing is like I do. Um, the one thing I like about mariachi vocals, I like when they harmonize or they do some sort of backing gang vocal rhythm in the background to fit with the melody. I like that a lot. But anytime a lead vocalist goes and does his thing, so like I, um, I feel like it just doesn't fit in the song. But the the other cool parts were the that little plucked sounding guitar melody in the middle of the song was cool and then the the violin and the other strings were very epic sounding so that's what i really liked a lot
0: yeah that instrument that's used in the the first song and also um el coco it's this um i don't know what it's called but it, it, it's a kind of thing where it you know you know like you just mentioned like it sounds kind of like a cross between like a harp and a guitar
1: yeah it's For like clock sounding
0: it looks so cool. Like I, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of it. It Looks almost like a like a little pyramid, but it's like it looks kind of like a base. It's a, it's a really cool. I don't. Even, I want to actually know what this looks like. Yeah, I'd be um, interested
1: to know too. It sounds really cool.
0: Yeah, and like just the, um, especially in the in the first song that he was going so hard, like with all those like the. Um, those classical sounding, like just like um arpeggios, and like the da 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 and like go up and down. I, it sounded a lot like metal music too. Like I remember you just mentioned that too. Because um, like it just when I when I listen to that first song and the second song too, um, and even the third song, if we um want to lead into that, like I just when I listen to that, I'm just like, yes, like I get it. Like it just the music just like makes sense, right? Like you just. And, and like um, I know um, you have like I mean I I don't think your problems with the music is that like severe right? But like for me like with those kind of things like I don't know like I just I just I just kind of roll with it because I'm just like that's just like um, that's just their thing. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you know, like I and, and I guess I'll clarify. So I don't think that these are changes that need to be made for this genre. I think that it's very specific to the style. So. I just don't like the that aspect of it, but I don't think it ruins the song. I don't know like if in my head if I were like okay, if they made these changes, would I really like it that much better? Um so that I don't know. But the one thing that is apparent is I think I don't cuz obviously you're we're sitting down and doing this on an anal- or this is the way that I analyze music like if I don't just Innately like the song, or if I like aspects of the song, I I go into depth of everything that I like and dislike. As opposed to just being like, "Yeah, this is a good song," because one, it's not entertaining to talk about. Like, I'm not just talking with you; we're doing this for a fucking medium.
0: (laughs) Right. True. Um, But
1: it's interesting to listen to new music in a new way like this because I'll, because a lot of stuff that sounds like a guitar might not be a guitar. So I learn new instruments, and I like the way that different people play like especially for a genre like this when they branch out and do a different melody that I've never heard of before that sounds cool not just in this context I always find that really fascinating um the next song El Poeta Cantor the vocals were really dramatic in this one
0: <laughs> yeah I know
1: and I just I just I love it it
0: I like oh uh, I know I already like stated how I view these things um and you and you get it 100% but I just I can't stress enough just how it's like when I listen to it, it just sucks me in and I just like want to just start like swaying and just like pretend, you know, how like when you're a little kid, you want to like try like you're not actually singing, but you're like mouthing the words as if you're singing, you know? Yeah. It just makes me want to do that. It's just, it's so fun. And like, it just makes me want to pretend like I have a microphone. Like I'm a little kid. It's a, it's a cool feeling, you know? Like,
1: yeah, I, I don't know why. That and oh, that's but... why sometimes for me, sometimes these vocals are a love hate because on one end, they do sound really like like it, it makes you feel that emotion where you want to sing along with them or you really feel the power of it. Um, but again, just sometimes it's the cheesiness and the way they deliver it is a little, I don't know. It's. I feel like I'd have to listen to it more to appreciate it more. I feel like it's one of those things. but You just um, don't get it, bro. That's why. my Jason, my, you're a racist. No, I'm just
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> oh, I'd love someone to go there.
0: Um, no that's what like <laughs> I've, I I was just kind of anticipating that. well I mean no one listens to this anyway so uh.
1: <laughs> well it's funny because like, I like mariachi music and I've never thought about it in this way because I've, I've heard people sing it live and the vocals are not something that's new to me I, it's not something I wasn't expecting but what I wasn't expecting was listening to it in this way and actually focusing and analyzing it because I usually don't analyze and focus on parts of mariachi because usually when i listen to it i'm out having fun or i'm fucking drunk i'm at a restaurant or a party or someone's standing i mean like you're not i'm not listening yeah, to yeah. the music
0: you, right like you haven't like sat down and like i'm going to listen to this and like appreciate it as a work of art yeah not as like a background thing not as like a oh i'm just at like a mexican place it's just yeah. that's what it is you know it's just yeah like i'm like what does this have to offer, you know, on like an artistic level on like a, like, what do I get out of this? You know?
1: Yeah. This is the first time I've listened to mariachi music in this context. Every other time I've had a, I've been having a great fucking night. You know what I mean? I've been having too much fun to really analyze the music that I'm listening to. It just sounds nice and it fits really fucking well in large social gatherings or dancing or food. You know what I mean? And that's another thing I was going to touch on with some of the songs. I was making dinner for some of them. So it really fit the mood when I was doing something. Um, But the other thing about this song that I like a lot is the trumpet. And this one I think is the star because it's it's really tame and smooth, so it's really used as an instrument as opposed to like a dramatic entryway into the next part of the song. Um Yeah, and I love how it, it
0: yeah, yeah, like you said, um how it's not like a solo, it just it flows while the guy's singing. And I think yeah. it just it has that kind of you know, like I was saying, like just that that like just blowing crescending melody it just it it wraps me up
1: yeah i think Um, this is the best usage of trumpet i think throughout this whole playlist was in the song and i also like the the string melody was nice i like the i always like when two instruments like battle each other they do like a responding complimentary melody i always thought that's nice and then the the ending vocal belt when i first heard it i was laughing because i thought it sounded funny but then i played it again and then i was like well this is actually really epic so i I like the the ending vocal belt that he does i think it ends with like a bunch of them doing it
0: yeah no uh, that, that's what uh, another thing i i love the the group singing you know because yeah. we don't really get that in like american kind of band music where it's yeah, not yeah. like a a bunch of just men like just proudly singing in like a manly way it's just um like if we have it it's more of like just you know not necessarily just, like a bad thing um
1: where it's like you know most bands if they sing it it'll just be like one person, right? Or that or that one person harmonizes and they add a bunch of layers in the actual song to make it sound like it's like that.
0: Right. Whereas like this this um one is just like a bunch of guys singing the same note in unison and it just feel like that's one another thing about like you just feel like the power of Mexico or you know what i'm saying? Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, it just kind of adds to that. Um
1: Yeah. I agree. The next song, To Amende," I think is my favorite on the entire playlist. I actually really like this song.
0: I was not expecting that, bro. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good song. Well, Um,
1: I think everything sounds great. So I love the and you you'd be surprised about this. I fucking love the accordion. I know it's a goofy sounding instrument. I fucking I love zydeco music. So I love how the accordion sounds. It's just. Yeah. for some reason it has a special place in my heart i don't know why i just i love anytime an accordion's playing especially the way that they do it in here because i feel like if the the accordion melodies are very similar to the trumpet melodies and the way they play them so i feel like if they switched out the trumpet with the accordion i'd like uh, mariachi music a lot more for some reason it's really yeah, quirky like I- that's why i like it um the intro yeah, guitar, it... like, stabbing rhythms that they do, I always like that. I always like when the guitar comes in aggressive and then does some unique percussive rhythm and then kind of cuts out. So I like that a lot in that song. Yes,
0: that is a really excellent way that I never thought about how to describe that mariachi rhythm. Like, it's very stabbing.
1: Yeah, it's... That's weird, a very great way of... Yeah, it's a stabbing rhythm. And a lot of... And um, some death metal bands kind of do that on a whole different sort of context. Like, they'll, they'll... It's not like a how you put it the way that they the way they do the notes are percussive and the way they structure it it's really locked in with the drums and it kind of pierces you a little bit so that's what i got the feeling so i like that a lot and the vocals are the probably the best that i like and that's why this is my harmony. favorite song yeah the
0: harmony at the, the 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 chorus that was nice um yeah and also i mean like the song um like the tone kind of shifts from um the three previous songs um well actually okay I that's not entirely true like the first song well not just the tone in the the vocals right Yeah cuz this song was more like um how did you describe like cuz it's not it, it it's kind of happy but it has that kind of like happy sad yeah I find like tw- it was like has a
1: sweet I I feel like it has a sweet nature to it and when it's I was sweet, listening yeah yeah, yeah when yeah, I was yeah. listening to it the vocals reminded me of you know someone singing softly and they're sitting on a stone wall in some open field somewhere So this was the first song that really gave me like I could visualize usually like when I listen to a song, if I'm just analyzing like, oh this sounds good, or I don't like this, but if I listen when I listen to this Jesus Christ, when I listen to this one, (laughs) I actually could visualize where the song was taking me, which I always think like that's gonna be one of my playlist songs, or that's a song that really connects to me if I can visualize something just based off of the way the music made me feel. And the last piece that I like is that little fast like pitch bend melody they did on the guitar at the end of the song was really cool right i think it was some of these instruments kind of sound like some some sort of stringed guitar like instrument harp instrument it's hard to tell pretty
0: i'm pretty sure in this song it was just guitars like i love when um you know when the first when the verse is building up and then the guitar comes on with like those high-pitched um Kind of like just emotional notes, you know.
1: Yeah, I love that a lot when they do that. I that's, think that's my favorite yeah, that, use of guitar, as opposed to the strumming, cool rhythms that they do.
0: Right. That sounded beautiful, right? And also, like, um, I forget that you don't understand the words to the song, so it's interesting to to see what someone who doesn't speak Spanish, like, what they get out of this, you know. Yeah, um Which, and, like, but it, it's cool because we get similar experiences, right? Even if you don't really understand it, which I think yeah. is cool.
1: And if I had more time, I just don't have the time to look into like, especially for 16 songs, translating all the lyrics and looking up what all the shit means. So it's like, I just don't physically have the time to do that, but I don't have to know what the language is. It's the same thing with like, right. Rammstein. The proof. shit's in German. I don't give a fuck. And sometimes hey, it's screaming because right. sometimes you can't make out the lyrics of someone screaming. So I don't, I just, I'm physically going by how it sounds. Because like that, that's just proof that like just literally knowing what it
0: means is not everything.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure I would connect with it more after hearing a song that I like knowing what it means. But sometimes I've had songs where I really like the lyrics, but I don't like the song. So, you know, I feel like the good lyrics are wasted on a mediocre song to me. So sometimes I don't even want to know the meaning. I just go out based off of if I like the song because I don't care about the lyrics.
0: Well, so the first song, El Cascabel. Well, so a cascabel is a like little bell. Uh, I think it's used in like it's it's kind of like a jingle bell i think um i see and so the song talks about how the singer um like he had one and he and he gave it to his lover when when he was younger cuz Cause he cuz cause he just he, he wanted to show her how much he loved her and how much he wanted her to be able to have like a toy to play with or not a toy not in like a ne- not in a negative connotation but just um something like that but then um in the end of the song you know like just i love that ending where it's like the dun, dun 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 and then he goes hi coleman and then he just starts singing and just <laughs> everything is just coming together it's so perfect with like all the instruments you know um he's just talking about how like listen to how awesome the the casca bell sounds like it just oozes and it and it um and it sounds and it oozes and it's just oh it it's cool um
1: Yeah, see, like, just based off of hearing that, I don't know, like, a lot of these are cool storytelling type of stuff, or they're love songs, or just something of that nature, but I don't think, to me, it really adds much, because I don't feel like sometimes the themes really match the mood of the music, so to me, it's more of an afterthought, but again, that's only because I'm not a part of the culture, and I don't speak the language, so sometimes it's hard to connect on that level with the words that they use, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean... Well, I I mean, you could clearly tell that the fourth song, Amante." you could clearly tell that that was like a love song.
1: Yeah. Right. And he's just
0: like, he's just expressing his love to, like, you could clearly tell that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, And I hear that in some of the stuff, but again, like I, I still like, I, and it's just because, you know, when I, I, I think of very emotive melodies and like I mood and feeling is a big thing with the music that I like and the music that I write. So to me, that's even if it's a bad song, it's that's the most important aspect. So I think, on an interpersonal level, that's really the thing that speaks to me. So that's what I think I'm the most critical with in any song that I listen to. Because there's bad songs that I listen to, but I really feel good emotion and feeling from whatever. And I feel I, I love this. I feel like the, the same way in rap. To me, that's the worst because you have an insanely cool instrumental and the fucking shitty dude rapping ruins it. <coughs> Meaning like the SoundCloud rappers, the people that rap about something totally different than what you get the feeling of from the beat. I hate that so much in rap, but when they mix together yeah, and it actually um, works, I love it a lot.
0: You know, even I'll admit, like, so certain, um, like, uh, what do you call them? Like, like, licks or, uh, no, hooks. Hooks is what you call them, yeah. Like, certain hooks and rap and, like, certain beats and stuff like that and the way they connect that with the kind of, like, well, melody, so to speak, yeah. like, the riff, you know? I actually think it can sound really nice depending on, like, what they what they use in it. Like, I've heard... You know, like, like, rap where they use, like, some kind of organy kind of, like, rock organ?
1: Yeah. And I Very like when... you inspire inspired or soulful.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I think I mentioned at this point, like, I like how Kendrick Lamar uses that kind of jazzy kind of thing to influence his 90s-style yeah. rap, um, which is pretty interesting. Because um, I like how a lot of his music, like, especially on, like, To Pimp a Butterfly, they could play that with a live band, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, and... I'm, b- before I trail off without reviewing the rest of these songs, just the last thing I say I'll say is that like I I always hate them when a beat is wasted in rap, and <laughs> I used <laughs> I it's funny to bring him up because I feel like um, um XXS Tentacion, he had a lot of really stupid fucking songs, but he his I think his best music was his really sadder type music like Jocelyn Flores. It's a great fucking instrumental, really moody, and then his rapping actually fits the beat of the song. So, And obviously there's millions of other guys that do the same thing. I feel like another, an older group that kind of irritates me is A Tribe Called Quest because sometimes they have really good instrumentals and really good just stuff I can space out to, but sometimes the the actual fucking verses that they do are just dumb. It's just like, come on, guys. <laughs> but um, going back to this playlist the next song "Porto maldito amor
0: i had uh, one thing else to say about tu amante uh, um that i think which actually makes more sense to me why it was your favorite song the use of trumpets then at like the bridge that was epic
1: though yeah you I know? did like it in that one i forgot to mention that i did like it in that one
0: yeah like the, when i hear that i just hear like just um, well, not just Mexico, obviously, but I just feel like why, like, people are just, like, like, the Mexicans are, like, just, yeah, like, I'm, like, proud to be Mexican, you know, like, we have a badass genre of music, like, this music is badass. I think so. I mean, at least, like, the the first, like, three songs, those hit so hard, you know, and, like, when you hear those, you're just, like, that's just the sound of Mexico, like, you just get it, you know, um, and I, I, yeah sorry, and I love those, huh, sorry. I have so much to say about this. I mean, we're probably going to be on this for like four hours, but, um, like, I love the traditional dress they use while they're playing it. Those like Spanish bullfighter suits; those are like the coolest things ever. Like, I need to, I need to wear one of those at some point in my. What life. a
1: guy you're gonna walk in her fucking store wearing that shit.
0: Um, I'm probably not gonna have to pass on the the sombrero <laughs> just because that just. <laughs> It just doesn't really work
1: like that for me. Um, people are gonna call you out, bro, I'm telling you.
0: No, but I see people do it without the sombreras anyways, so
1: yeah. I think yeah, the way they dress is also cool. It's very specific to the style. But um the yeah. next song, Porto Maldito Amor. Uh I like the the slow and somber pacing of the song. I like this is another one where I think the trumpet just does not fit in the context of the song i don't because it just like it just cuts right through because the rest of the song everything is nice the guy's voice when it's really low is cool but then sometimes when he raises the pitch and the volume i feel like it's the same thing with the trumpet it kind of doesn't fit but dude that fucking the that mexican laugh that he did but he changed it to kind of sound a little bit more sad like he was crying that was funny as shit i'm not gonna lie
0: yeah no this guy was hilarious this guy, Vicente Fernandez, is, like, a legend in Mexico. He's, uh, to put it how my Mexican friend actually put it, she said that he is, like, the Michael Jackson of Mexico.
1: You know, I got that impression. I got, like, the way that he sang, he, he sang like he was a big deal.
0: I <laughs> know. I mean, it's just, he he owns it. Like, he knows he's, like,
1: he's a legend, right? And I think um, that's... I- on the and the back end of my feelings, like the like, it, I feel like it almost takes away from it because, like, it it sounds ego driven, and that's why sometimes it sounds kind of over dramatic a little bit. But like, who doesn't sound like that on this? You know, <laughs> I, yeah. But I feel like for him, like I could tell, like this is this is a different eh, okay. energy that this guy brings to the table. Although his low I vocals are awesome, I love when he sings low.
0: <laughs> right, like it just. I love this music, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, I really liked the the beat in this one because it was a lot, um, because I tried to show you the different kinds of, um, like ways that people do mariachi and that, um, but, you know, like there's the different keys and there's the, there's like those epic, like minor key goosebump inducing, um, you know, ones that I showed you before that it's just, um, that really just, like, you're just like, oh man, I- I'm in this, you know? Yeah. And then there's the ones like I showed you with Tuamante, right? Where it's like a, it's a pleasant, like, really heartwarming song. Um, and then like this one is just kind of like just a chill, like, I'm sitting down with the boys and we're like drinking a beer, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like feel I- good music for sure.
0: Yeah. And that guitar, like, it, um, it's not like it's It's hard to describe what it what the feelings are with this you know because like it's it's very light you know because you can tell what the first three songs like the stakes in a sense are just like really high you know like it feels so dramatic but this one it's like it's kind of laid back right but then you could tell he still has that kind of thing where he's just talking about his old lover you know and just
1: yeah seems to be know. a common theme <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just because a lot of this music was played at weddings, actually. That's part of that. that's one of the hypotheses of how it got its name. Um, A bunch of uh, because there's there's a bunch of uh, different reasons why people think it was called that. Um, And one of them, which I think is actually pretty interesting, is that they believe that mariachi comes from the French word for marriage, which is mariage, Right. And so, you know, the the French, I don't know if they like had control of Mexico, but I know they, 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 they like invaded Mexico at some point. They had something there. Right. I know that's like what Cinco de Mayo is about. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the French like noticed that they were playing this kind of music at, um, at weddings. Right. And they said, mariage, And then like the, Me- the Mexicans were just like, Oh, haha, mariachi. You know, like, they, they just like made it a Spanish word. <laughs> Because they didn't know what, because um, marriage in, in in Spanish is, um, I think it's casamiento, let me say, because I forget, because I typically don't say that, hold on, yes, it is casamiento, I was right, so, because um, the, the, with them, when they hear that, they don't know that that means marriage, so, yeah. when they hear that, yeah, um, there's that, there's some people that think that, um, what does it say here? I was just actually reading this cuz I thought it was pretty interesting. Um someone thinks that um there was this um woman, I believe um and her name was Maria and her last name started with the letter H. And you s- the the letter H is is like they say ache, right? So people would just say Mariache. <laughs> I don't know which what, what is true. They don't have enough evidence to know which one is true. And there's a bunch of other ones, too. But I I don't know. I think they're all really interesting. And they could all be true. I don't really know.
1: Well, the one thing that is interesting that you bring up is the French influence. Because one of the songs really does sound like it is <laughs> like French music. And it's a um, La Pistola y el Corazon.
0: Uh, yeah, wait, wait. Let's go in order, though oh fine <laughs> fuck
1: you then all right so the next yeah. one is los casajuetes and um this one was a little bit it was a little too slow I, I didn't really feel like there was much going on for me to really analyze the vocals were kind of the same as most of the other ones before so i, I didn't really get anything out of this one
0: damn i thought it was like an it was a nice like pleasant
1: yeah, it, it did sound nice and pleasant but it, i I didn't really have anything to go sure. off of. Like when I listened to it, I was just kind of zoning out listening to it. So like, I'd, nothing really came to mind for me to take note of. It did sound nice though.
0: You know what he's singing about?
1: <laughs> no one. Uh, he's
0: saying the. Um, uh, it's called casaguates, not cacahuates, because cacahuates uh, <sighs> is the word for peanut in Spanish which is derived from one of the indigenous languages mm-hmm. but apparently some people say Cazahuates. so he's just like being like ah what are you guys but <laughs> that's not a everything that the
1: in the song huh
0: right no, no I mean not really. <laughs> if you if you want to call it that yeah I mean it, it talks about a billion other things but yeah that that's like what the 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 title is like referring to
1: yeah um the next one para siempre I feel like it was kind of the same thing as the last one. I didn't really feel like anything stuck out too, too much. What I one. thought
0: you were going to think this one was badass. <sighs> like that, op- that opening and the guitar. And then like that, that guitar solo in the middle of the song.
1: Yeah. But like, it, it gave me similar feelings to the songs that were before. So like, I, there's nothing I could say with, without me sounding like I'm repeating myself. I try to think of new aspects of the song that I liked. Um, oh, I see. I like the song. It just, I don't have any like comments on it. If that makes sense. It's hard to like, I wasn't going to force myself to think of something. You know what I mean?
0: I got you. I, th- I feel like one day, let's say like, if you're more into mariachi, which I mean, I don't know if you would be like later on in our lives, like I would definitely recommend that album that those two songs come from. That album is like a masterpiece of, of that, of that style of mariachi. Yeah. Um, And it came out, like, really not that long ago, like, 2007, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I think that that album is, like, Vicente Fernandez's, um, like, magnum opus, in my opinion, at least.
1: Yeah, like I said, I I... like... Sorry. I was just gonna say, I definitely could tell that he's one of the more popular artists on this list.
0: Yeah, um... Yeah, and he has, like, he has a really prolific career, like, spanning over decades, right? Um, And this is, like, one of his last albums, right? So you just feel, I, I don't know, like, it's similar to, um, you know how we see artists, like, in, in, like, metal and band, like, rock and all those kind of bands where they have that later album and it just, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? You know, like, Tool, I think, it really worked well with, like, Fear Inoculum. You could tell, like, because it's a lot about, like, getting older and stuff like and the com the things that come with old age and stuff like that. Yeah um right and it has that kind of epic like kind of finality to it that album um which i think the album is titled the same as that song but yeah it is the album is called para siempre which means forever um it just it has that really kind of like 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 the send off kind of
1: thing yeah i mean now that you put it in that context i can kind of hear it but i didn't really get that when i first listened to it but that's an interesting way to put it, because now I can, thinking back, that kind of makes more sense. Um, the next one, um, no, Yo Soy yeah. the, I think, I I like this song a lot, the, the structure and the pacing of it, the only thing is that I think the vocal rhythms were way too fast for the rest of the pacing of the song, I felt like they were really off time mm. with the rest of it, especially when they were trailing off to do, to do like, um uh, to more, <laughs> it kind of sounds like they are ranting at me
0: yeah yeah, no the, I, I i can kind of get that with this song
1: um yeah but i
0: love that his outro singing i thought that was awesome yeah the outro singing was nice um yeah he is he is a uh pedro fernandez has a good voice they're not related um i thought they were but they're not um because i think that's not even pedro that's not even his real name let me look up i'm pretty sure like he had a different name And he just made that his stage name because he loved uh, Vicente Fernandez so much. Oh, yeah, okay. His name is José Martín Cuevas Cobos. But he named... Yeah, his stage name is um, Pedro Fernández, named after the two Mexican artists, Pedro Infante and Vicente Fernández. Okay, so that makes sense. Hmm. Um, Yeah.
1: The next one... uh el sinaloense or how the fuck you say that i, saw, I feel like it sounded italian the way i just said that <laughs> el sinaloense which just means um oh, i did say it right okay cool
0: yeah no you did um that just means like somebody from sinaloa which is a state of mexico that's actually where okay. a lot of the the narcos stuff was
1: yeah i remember that was where um felix was from
0: yeah it's um, like um it's one of the like the more famous states in terms of like American understanding of Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So that um, one, that one, I liked a little bit better. the The trumpet melodies were nice, and I I think they really fit with the the waviness of the string melodies that were coming in and out. And I think the the vocals fit a lot better on this one. I love the harmonized vocals that they did.
0: Damn, dude! I thought you were gonna think this song was annoying.
1: I was no, like, I actually like this one.
0: I was dreading you just being going to shit on this song because it's like. It's the most, like, Mexican song you can think of.
1: I think that's why I like it, because I feel like when I think of mariachi mm. music, this is the song that I think of, and I don't know if I've heard this one before. It sounds familiar, so I feel like this is the one that I would think of if, if I was to play it, so I like the song for that reason, and I think everything fits nicely for the style. So it's is, a... Cul- no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just think this is the best example of a mariachi song, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Yeah, and um, the lyrics are really good too. Um, he's just talking about how he's like, um, the actual line is, um, "soy del mero Sinaloa donde se rompen las olas," yeah. which means um, like "mero" in Spanish means like, okay, I understand. There's things in Spanish that like I just kind of subconsciously understand what it means, but like when I try to explain it to someone in another language, like, like "el mero mero." Is what they use to refer to, like, you're like the guy, you know, like you're that guy, like you're just the the best of the best, like you're just you're that guy, you know, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, so um, so like the El mero Sinaloa just means like I'm from the Sinaloa, bit, you know?
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, I, yeah the, I feel like that. Right.
0: Fits. Yeah, and then Donde se rompen las olas is um where the ra- where the waves uh break. Like referring to the coastline, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like it just it, it kind of. I, I like when um when people do those kind of like um well, not in this case nationalist because it's talking about a state, but people have that like that like kind of how would you say like just like that cultural like, like pride of like like you know like this it's, is like what like it is.
1: The, you know? It's it's a colloquialism. <laughs> Jesus, I fucking peanut right, butter that it, word, but it's it's that word on a more um, uh, emotional level. And and I think that, you know, when you just explained that, it fits when I said this is a very well, this is a very good representation of mariachi music. Mm. So I feel like listening like back to it now. So it's like wanting to represent yourself, that you're proud from where you're come, like where you come from. So
0: yeah. And he's just, he's talking of, yeah. uh, Right. Because that's what he's saying. He's just saying like, I I come, because the song, like I said, is is titled Listen Alone. And he's just talking about, where he comes from and like, you know, what he like just stuff that's associated with, with Sinaloans. It's, um, it's nice. And I love, like I said, the lyrics, I love it. It does sound nice. Um, it's, it's kind of that similar vibe to, um, not, not exactly to, well, cause Tua Manse is very much more like a romantic song, but I guess it, it shares that same kind of like,
1: Oh, how nice, you know, yeah, it's a different kind of love you know what i mean i felt that initially. yeah
0: right yeah it's, it's it's like love of um of the motherland i guess yeah um yeah and um what else was i gonna say oh yeah um like you said you probably recognize this song i'm sure you have because um this is like a, it's it's just a cover like pedro fernandez didn't make this song because okay. it's like
1: a a lot of these songs actually um they're more they're older more famous folk songs right and then
0: pedro fernandez did a lot of like he did like newer ver- like updated kind of versions of them which i think in I my see. opinion are they're better in my, in my opinion at least when obviously maybe someone who is mexican would disagree right um because maybe they might think that the older ones have like a more authentic sound
1: i guess um, that's just fucking with any genre of music for the boomers that came sure. before. that's that's not new sure <laughs> some but um, are, i just some think... aren't. that's just all i'll say
0: <laughs> right yeah right yeah, and I I just I I think the the Pedro Fernandez versions of these songs just kind of um like they they're just more sophisticated, you know? I see. It's it's like how I I want to say that Metallica's first album is their best album, but it's just not as sophisticated as the other ones, you know, with in terms of like I I don't like how that album has so much sections of the music where it's just they're playing the same thing. Yeah. It's just like the dead sections like they're not singing, they're just keep playing this I'm like I but like I I want to say it's the best one because the parts of that album that are so awesome are just are they they slap but, um. yeah,
1: cool okay (laughs) the um (laughs) the fucking next song, I don't know. What you were going to think about that. I was not expecting the style switch that they did for this song. <laughs> the fucking, <laughs> all I could think of is all the, the goddamn chongas that went to my school, just fucking twerking in this, <laughs> in a club to this fucking song. And the rap, like the semi-rapped parts just reminded me of daddy Yankee. And it's just, it was a fucking <laughs> ratchet song. I'm not going to lie. You didn't like it. It's not that I didn't like it. I just wasn't expecting it. And like, Okay. Okay. caught okay. you off guard so, here's the thing so this type of music it, it's club music it's not meant to be like anything other than that so i I don't want to mm. judge it outside of this context because it's not meant to be sitting it's meant to be you're meant to be drunk as shit and dancing and fucking trying to pick up girls listening to the song like it's, that's that's <laughs> mm. i'm sure oh, yeah, i've heard this before
0: yeah the song literally means that woman
1: yeah so it's definitely what it implies. It's just, I was not expecting it in this playlist. That was really funny. That was, that was a great little Easter egg that they, <laughs> that you planted. In yeah,
0: there. I know. Um, which I didn't <laughs> even really intend it to be in that order necessarily. Um, cause I was just going, Oh, I, okay. I need to put in the Pedro Fernandez songs. Um, but, um, no, no. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. This song is much more like you could tell it's just for a club being party. But I think in terms of like, what it's going for, this is like the best you could possibly make for like that kind of song, you know, because it has all of those awesome like Mexican, because it still sounds like it's mariachi, you know, it doesn't sound, it's not completely reggaeton, you know, it has the elements of reggaeton, but it's like that cool kind of like mixture of both, I don't know, in a sense, because it still has like the guitars and like the, 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 like the horns and even like the accordion sounded really cool. In yeah, this one. I
1: was to pick back off what you were saying. I, I forgot to mention that. I feel like it's not lazy. The the fusion of styles, I think is that like, cuz I've never heard that kind of fusion before. Well, I mean, I guess I it, kind of have maybe, but I've only when I listen to a song that's like this, I just focus on the club aspect of the song, but yeah, the the actual combining of those two was it was I thought it was well thought out. It wasn't I I didn't think it was super lazy, like I said.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like it didn't feel um Like, it was like, oh, we need to fuse the, we need to make a song that's both mariachi and also reggaeton. You know, like, it felt like, like, when you actually listen to those songs by Pedro Fernandez, like, it just kind of, I don't know, like, well, I'm more used to it than you are, but I just think, like, it just, it makes sense. Like, it doesn't feel like it's out of place, because it still sounds like it's mariachi, like the rest of the songs on this, in this playlist.
1: I guess I shouldn't Um, have been so surprised that the two fit together, but they just do.
0: (laughs) and also pedro fernandez with his outro singing he's just he kills it man
1: (laughs) yeah he's a really good singer
0: he is um and also the um i mean you know like you mentioned a lot of the songs have like the similar kind of uh themes he's just talking about how that that woman is making him go crazy and um like she's like she is the one
1: (laughs) gave my pony boots an
0: erection and my uh, sombrero. <laughs>
1: Tip my hat to you, <laughs> Um One legend
0: to another. <laughs> <laughs> that, next, that was a good meme.
1: <laughs> the next song, Quien Sera. um This yeah. one really reminds me of like a duet dance number that you'd see at a performance or some performative art thing. I think the percussion is really was really good in this song. I. I generally don't like dancing, but I feel like this is a really fun one, like to dance to, and, and I think solely because of the percussion. Nice, yeah. So this one's a nice little um, switchback of different styles to the one before.
0: Yeah, this is the only song really on the playlist that's technically not mariachi. Like based on like what how the beat is and yeah. the rhythms and the instruments, it's more of uh, what would be called like Zumba uh, or something. Maybe that, but what I was thinking of more is it's, it's called, um, balada. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's like balada and bolero. Well, it's less of the bolero because the bolero is, well, I'd have to, I'd have to show you that style of music to explain what it is because it's hard to, but, um, the balada is, and like, it's, it's, it's a lot of like just those, because I don't know what the actual name of the rhythm is, like what the time signature is with those kind of same kind of bongo drums, but um if i showed you another song of the same sort you'd be like oh yeah okay that makes sense yeah right because it wasn't really a mariachi song and if if you if you knew actually this is it's literally just a hispanicized version of a dean martin song really yeah um interesting i forgot which one because i showed it to my mom and she's like wait is this what I think it is? I'm like, what? Cause I didn't, I didn't know that and just showed it to me. And I was like, Oh, whoa! Um, and actually believe it or not on this album with these four Pedro Fernandez songs, um, there's a Hispanicized version of thank God I'm a country boy.
1: <laughs> God,
0: that one is not as good. Cause I it, would it
1: imagine it... not.
0: <laughs> no, because You're not that starting one just, from a
1: good place there.
0: No, but I, I but I like that. I like that song though by John Denver. Um but I just feel like with the way they handled that it just felt like more like they were playing the same song just singing it in Spanish, you know? Like they didn't really add anything new. Whereas like this, I think with the the Dean Martin versus the Pedro Fernandez thing, like they kind of actually did <laughs> something new cuz I I heard them back and back to back and I was, like, "Oh yeah, okay. I can kind of see how it's the same thing, but it's it's still, like, they did enough to make it, you know, it's transformative.
1: <laughs> it's kind of an interesting concept, um, taking a style of music and adapting it to your own. That's totally different. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, they do that um, a lot within different um, genres of, um, of, like, Latin music. Like, I've heard some songs where, like, they've done it in, like, a cumbia style, and then they, they do it in a in a salsa style, which I think is really cool.
1: Hmm interesting i'll have to check that out i know Mm -hmm. that this is a little bit um a little off topic but i'm trying to remember there's this mexican band um they're called metalachi this is their name and they took a bunch of metal songs yeah mariachi (laughs) is them it was really fun they're actually really fucking good they took a bunch of metallica songs they sounded great yeah i think i know them actually I don't
0: remember how much I listened to them, but um, yeah, their album covers are yeah, yeah. It's Uno and Dos. Yeah, okay, I remember these.
1: Yeah, so those are those are actually really fucking great. Obviously, it's more of an homage, and it's not really meant to be taken super super seriously. But the way that they fucking combine everything is super creative.
0: Yeah, I might have to. Che- I might have to go back into that.
1: Yeah, but I would check them. I I first I totally forgot. I I knew those guys existed. I was like, oh shit, these guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> um nice the next song like i was saying before la pistola y el corazón this one sounds really Aye. french and um, los this lobos. is hmm yeah, yeah los it? lobos oh the that's the noise. name of the yeah,
0: yeah oh they're 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 famous i think they're actually american really yeah well they're, they're like mexican-american
1: though oh okay um but yeah, so, so this one sounds really french and this is the song i was making dinner and it just sounded like something that would be in ratatouille, so I was already hungry and I was just like in my head, like, I need to fucking hurry up and make this shit because the song is making me even hungrier.
0: Yeah, it had I well okay, the intro obviously sounded Mexican.
1: Yeah. But the actual rest of the song sounded French to me.
0: Yeah, it had that kind of Frenchy, Italian don't yeah. know which it is, kind of that yeah and and it worked you know but it but it's cool because i like to see that the kind of similarity between all of the different cultures that's that of those different cultures that speak those similar languages because you realize how much the language really does matter when it and how it influences the way we are as a culture you know because it's it's because language is more than just a collection of words it's just like a um You know, like it. it, there's there's a very specific culture that's tied to a, a particular language, you know?
1: Yeah, that's kind of the unwritten rule of learning languages is learning the culture really helps you understand the language. That's very important.
0: Definitely. No, that's why when people aren't sure of like a language to like, they don't know what they want to learn. I think it's like a big thing you have to ask yourself is like, okay, do I like the culture? Whether that's bad or not, it doesn't matter. Um, like or okay, sorry. Am I interested in the culture of the thing that I'm learning? Right. Actually, you know, you know, because Spanish works well for me because it has all of the coolest parts of European culture on steroids, right? Mixed, fused with like that kind of indigenous like culture, you know, and they they just kind of blend together, and it's that really cool like mystical, mysterious, like Spanishy, indigenousy mix. Right, and even not just that. Like, I think Spain is like awesome. They're a really cool um, nation, Um, you know, or at least they were. (laughs) Um, That's not that's not entirely true. I think they're still pretty cool. Um, But uh, yeah, and like also just, I love how it sounds. I love like how it's connected to Catholicism, right? So like I have all those different things working in my favor. Whereas like a language like I don't know like um like all those like kind of Asian languages don't really interest me because I'm not like in that, like, I, I, I'm not, um, a fan, I guess. I'm, well, no, I mean, I, that's not entirely true. I I, I kind of, I mean, I, I'm a big believer. I tell people, like, I'm a big believer that every single culture, doesn't matter who it is, every single culture on this earth has a flex and has something cool that no one else has that, that they're like, yeah, we're awesome, you know? Um, but I just think, like, the Asian languages, like, it just... It, it doesn't have, like, that Spanishiness to me, you know? I don't know.
1: Well, I feel like the, the only country that does would be the Philippines or some other countries in Asia that were taken over by the Spanish.
0: Yeah, but even so, like, I wouldn't really want to learn their language.
1: It's, I mean... Maybe
0: if I was around a bunch of filipinos and like i had to definitely no 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 yeah i would because they're they're it kind of sounds like spanish
1: there's a lot of words that cross over from tagalog to spanish so it's very similar i think and they also like i say interchange between english a lot too which is interesting
0: yeah um well so i am aware they have like a there's tagalog which is like their indigenous language influenced by spanish but then they have their own creole language which I understand quite a bit, because it sounds very much like Spanish. But Tagalog, I I, I only pick up some Spanish words. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting culture. I think f- the Philippines are pretty cool.
1: Well, aren't you still learning Vietnamese? I thought you were doing that. No,
0: no I, dude, I dropped that a long time ago. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. No.
1: I didn't realize that.
0: I mean, it was, cu- it was cool because I tried something new. But I, in the end, I was like, yeah, this just isn't for me.
1: It's too hard, man. This <laughs>
0: <laughs> really no and it's like a lot of people would say that's an excuse but it's also i mean I had so many things working against me so like i wasn't working at mcdonald's anymore so i wasn't seeing the vietnamese ladies anymore i didn't really have anyone to speak it with and at the end of the day like i said like just the actual like culture it just it just it just doesn't do it for me you know
1: yeah
0: whereas like the just like the, the spanish culture is just they do it for me you know
1: well, I think it's also and really important, like you said, you really have to find a culture that you enjoy to want to learn the language, because it just makes it that yeah, much it. easier,
0: right? Um, and also, um, yeah, because you you have to because there's you have like there has to be a bunch of things you can you can keep doing, and there's always something new to find, right? Whereas, like, I just um, I'm not saying obviously that's not the case that there's like nothing to find in like other right like, languages, but I I just think like also like with with my experience with actually like speaking to people in it it's like really hard to be accepted especially if you're like a westerner speaking an asian language and like i don't blame them i'm not saying like oh look at me like i'm a victim it's like i mean i'm sure they would do it to like anyone not just like westerners i'm i'm sure they wouldn't really take it nicely if like you know black people were speaking vietnamese either but um you know like it just it it takes like especially when i would start speaking the vietnamese it would take them a second to realize like wait is this like a like a white guy speaking to me in like my own like what they like it it makes no sense to them at first right whereas like to us like you know anyone you could look any way and you speak english you don't think twice like it just makes sense whereas to them like they kind of only know like there's only vietnamese people speak vietnamese right
1: they're gonna have to fucking get over it because i feel like you know, just based off of where we're going to be in the next, you know, at least 10 years, like there's obviously a, a very large <coughs> Latin population in the States. And I feel like, you know, in the, in the I mean, ver- America is a melting pot, but Spanish definitely is a dominant second language in the States, like no matter where you go. So especially in cities like New York or L.A. or um, I don't know about D.C. Obviously, the DMV is maj- I would say majorly Spanish but eventually in 100, 200 years, our languages are going to mix together to be an English-Spanish hybrid, probably, right? So, especially if you're going to come over here, like, you've got to expect people to fucking learn the language to try to communicate with you and vice versa, so.
0: Yeah, um,
1: the, um,
0: what was I going to say? Yeah, but but, but that's the thing, but, like, when I'm speaking Spanish, a lot of people just, they don't think twice, right? Because, like, you could be any race. And like, if you speak Spanish, that just, that's kind of normal. Yeah.
1: I've um, had a lot of situations where people come in and they just like, they, they start speaking Spanish to me automatically. Like I'm going to understand. You them. said that. Yeah. You it's said really well, strict, like, I know I don't look like I'm Spanish. Like, so they're not doing because they think I'm Spanish. They just automatically assume that I speak Spanish. So
0: yeah, some of them, well, yeah. it's, it's kind of like us. Like I've had similar experiences like that, even if they didn't think I actually did, they just speak it cuz that's the only language they speak. Yeah. It's kind of like when when like a, you know like when we or like Americans go to other countries and they just start speaking English cuz they just assume that people speak it. Yeah. It it's a similar kind of
1: like thing. It's not as arrogant as that. I just they it's not like they're no, but... it, they just ex- they're not like expecting me to know. They just think I do, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm younger. So, like, if I was older, they probably wouldn't think I know Spanish. Maybe it's because, like, all, all these young kids are learning how to speak it. So maybe that's it. But, um, maybe, yeah. That, 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 the that's one, true. The one thing that it, it just kept getting awkward that I stopped doing is that, like, I, I've anytime somebody comes in that doesn't speak English, obviously I'll do the translation thing. But, the, the the few words that I know in Spanish, I do just to try to make them like feel more comfortable. I stopped doing that because I, every time I've done that, like I like if someone asks me how much something costs, I'll say the number to them in Spanish, or I'll say good day or hello or whatever all that shit. Then they just start <laughs> speaking to me in Spanish. Just, I I hate going I'm like oh no, I don't actually speak it. I was just trying to <laughs> yeah,
0: like I was just being nice and because the, yeah, they, so they, like, they get I, like yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so like it's, I hate doing that every time. It's just fucking awkward and they they're confused and it's I don't fucking. So I I stopped saying, like, words and numbers in Spanish. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Um. No, but, like, so many people now, I just noticed, like, they just kind of think I'm Spanish. Well, Hispanic, I guess, because, like, I know the terms, like, it's just, like, a billion different terms, whatever, but, like, um, we were doing some work at this, um, this church in Arlington, and, like, I was walking there and like one of the, I don't know if he was like a prisoner or who he was involved with the church. He just kind of looked, he saw me and he just said, buenos dias, senor.
1: <laughs> the funniest thing that ever happened. I don't know where I was. I might've been at work or I might've been in a, no, I was at work. Um, I was, do, I was on the computer doing something and this guy, <laughs> this is the most confident Hispanic person I think I've ever met in my life. He walked in with the cowboy boots and he was just, You know, like when people, you you can tell they're eccentric when they just walk into a room, they automatically just start making noises. (laughs) And so he's looking at something and without missing a beat, he like, he doesn't look at me. He like snaps his fingers like, oh, yeah, amigo. Like, and then he just like starts Uh rattling something in like the quickest Spanish I've ever heard in my life. And I'm staring at him. And he's looking at me and the way that I'm staring at him, he knows I'm not understanding what he's saying, but he's still saying it. Then he like smiles and he's like, hold on. And then he like brings out his phone. It was the funniest shit I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I'm sure the,
0: the hat made it that much better. <laughs> that was my equivalent of like the, suspense, in man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was, was the funniest shit.
0: Cause I wish I could like go back in time and like take a picture of that guy's face. Dude,
1: (laughs) it's expensive, man. I will say, and that's the one thing that I do like when you connect to another person on that level where you don't speak the same language, but just your facial expressions, they can automatically tell where you're at. Because I feel like sometimes it's lost when you talk to foreigners and not just people that are Spanish, but just anybody that doesn't speak English in general. Like you don't have that sort of nonverbal connection. So, And the little moments that I do have it, it's always really funny to me. I always enjoy those.
0: Yeah, it's almost like um, like the nonverbal exchanges are just kind of stronger, I guess. You yeah.
1: know? And there's some people you just get. I remember when I was younger, I went to some dumb basketball camp thing, and there was these two Russian kids. Didn't speak a fucking <laughs> word of English, but I hung out with them all day. Like we took, they had like, do you remember those, that like match paper you could put on the end of a cap gun and you could keep firing until it went blank? Do you ever play with those? No, I'm not familiar it's like a it's the same material I guess that's on a match head but it's a strip of paper and you shoot it out of a cap gun anyways so like they had like rolls of those in their pocket I don't know where the fuck they got them and so they just I knew they wanted me to come with them cause they were just troublemakers so we'd go outside and not play basketball and they would take loose bricks that were just in the fucking premises on the premises for some reason and they were just slamming them down on this match paper and they exploded and they, they sounded like gunshots <laughs> And so this, the faculty ran <laughs> yeah. outside trying to figure out what they were doing. And we immediately connected and we're like fucking run. So we just, they chased after us and shit. And like anytime they would do something, I would mimic them. Or if I do something, they would mimic me. It was, it was, it was the weirdest experience I've ever had in my life where we just instantly connected and just did the same shit. It was really funny.
0: Yeah. I love those kind of things, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, fucking, um,
1: phew.
0: yeah. Um, but in a, in a way, you kind of get that nonverbal connection with this music, I guess.
1: Well, I have connection to music in general. And that's the one thing that I like about it, is I don't True. have to feel like it's a part of my culture, or a part of my personality to like something. And I like, I even love it more when I, I'm not expected to like something, and I do. And I feel like more people can do that if they just shut off a lot of their bias thoughts that they have, but... to kind of finish this up here the 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 last four songs uh the next one la malaguena the malagueña Malagueña. the long-held vibrato (laughs) that the dude had on the voice was kind of cool but some parts sounded (laughs) kind of funny to me um i liked the the flute melody that was behind the, it sounded like a flute or some sort of thing like that. That was behind the guitar melody. I thought that was really nice. A lot. Um, the, yeah, 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 that was, nice. I love
0: that. Cause I, yeah. Cause I love how a lot of this music is like, also it can be like played in an orchestra. It's cool. You know, I, I, I like the idea of like going to sit down and like just listening to like a huge like a array of people playing this music you know
1: yeah, yeah that um, song was great i don't not much more i think about that one the next one the classic it, Dime mi amor
0: Dime mi amor tell me my love
1: <laughs> well that was so you said that, that was, a little bit sensual Will.
0: well not to you i feeling flustered i mean you're my boy but not <laughs> like you know
1: but, um. You don't have to explain it. I'm just busting <laughs> your nuts. Um, this one, I think, had the best sounding vocals of the entire playlist. Um,
0: that, yeah, dude, Pedro. That guy. I
1: Pedro think Fernandez
0: can sing, man. Yeah, that,
1: he can sing his fucking ass off. My only gripe was just the way that the it was mixed. I feel like it was too distant from the song. It, it wasn't really. It felt like it was just on top of the song. But that's, that's not a that's not a him complaint. That's just a production complaint that doesn't mean anything, but it still was a good song. Um, I love the,
0: I love the intro to
1: that song. The intro is great. The The other thing with the production is that the, I don't know if the, the orchestra that, that, or the strings that they used they sounded really fake on this song. So I don't know if this was like a MIDI, um, sampled string set or if it's just the way that it was recorded. If it was real, it just, it didn't sound this. This is a weirdly mixed song. Um, but I still didn't ruin the song for me. I think it's a great song, and partially to the fact that this dude is a fucking insane vocalist. Like He really can sing very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that's an understatement, but I, I don't know how else to say it. Like I think, I think to really give you the best impact is like for a genre of music where I don't really like the vocals, even if they are good, like this one, I was like, holy shit, this is really good.
0: Yeah. Um. This was supposed to be the last song, but then I... Nerded out, and I was like, I need to put these other songs on there.
1: All right, <laughs> are you ready for this one? First what of one? all, how do you even say this next song? I don't even want to try to pronounce this. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me give it a go. El, elocience. Yeah, el, el Okay, so it wasn't far off. Uh, this is yeah. the worst song I think on the on the batch. This it annoyed the Damn fucking it. shit out of me. Every like. The trumpets were clipping way too fucking much. It just blared off the fucking speakers. It's just static. The vocals were just unnecessarily (laughs) trailing. They just rambled on. It fucking, like, they didn't, I feel like they just didn't, they were, like, high or something when they made this, is what it sounded to me. And it's just, it's not a a well-produced song. Like, all the the fucking mixing is not there if they did mixing at all. It's just, everything is jumbled and messy. Like, this is, this is just a bad song to me
0: yeah that is from vicente's uh earlier days <laughs> uh this <laughs> it is from like yeah this is from nineteen seventy two are you kidding me no no dude like i
1: said he his career was like multiple decades this song was recorded in the seventies this isn't like a newer version or up like this this song I listened to was from the seventies
0: yeah that's why it kind of – I mean, obviously, it's it's still – the recording is not that great, but
1: – No, I'm um, not that, even going to give it that because the 70s were like the golden era for recording equipment. So, no, I will not give it to them because dude, was it was recorded in the 70s. So it just, yeah, but it's, it, the it's producer Mexico, was awful, though, bro. One. Huh?
0: No, but, bro, it's Mexico. Like, I, I don't still, know if they have the same kind of a – I don't know. In the 70s? I don't know. I thought Mexico Probably was didn't... nice
1: in the 70s.
0: I don't remember. I wasn't alive.
1: <laughs> well, no shit. But like, I feel like the '80s was when Mexico was really hit hard with all the drug and crime and shit. But I feel like the '70s were a nice time in Mexico.
0: Wow, yeah, but dude, every country in the world got shit in the '80s. Like, yeah. Britain I know was terrible in the '80s. Everyone sucked in the '80s. Yeah, but '80s like,
1: were an awful. Lot. I fucking, you know me. I hate everything '80s, but dude, well, like, I, except
0: for like America, because I'm sure like it. America was like economically good in the '80s, but
1: it's because we were exploiting everybody around us. <laughs>
0: well right exactly so that's why we're the only country that was good right but, but um, um
1: yeah I, I will not give it because it was recorded in the 70s i feel like that's it's just, it's i mean obviously if the budget was the problem sure but it's still like just as a objectively it's just a bad sounding song now well um, not even as a raw demo it's just not well done
0: oh uh, right um as as you mentioned um um i remember in the like you're saying oh i thought the 70s was when it was awesome i'm pretty sure no actually you are right because i remember in narcos um the narrator said how in like the 70s that's like when like that like guadalajara was the place to be right like with all the mariachi yeah. and all that stuff so because that's yeah, where it's so, from which i exactly. think is pretty cool so
1: that's that's what i'm saying so i will not give it because it's recorded then
0: <laughs> sure <laughs> you know any
1: great songs were recorded in the 70s no yeah
0: from um like a like a super better off country with all this nice shit. Dude, oh, no. people
1: are still, like, you know how expensive 70s guitars are? <laughs> you know, like, I recording know, equipment bro. all that shit, 70s suns? Oh my god, you spend thousands of dollars to get all this nice, warm, analog, fucking all the microphones were fucking killer. Dude, it was just, it was the golden era. And then 80s it started to go really fucking cheesy and digital, and then the 90s were kind of a mixture of the two, and then as you know, the early two thousands just get fucking awful.
0: Well, I kind of, you know, I agree with you with that in like movies, like seventies movies are where it's at. And then eighties it's like, bro. Yeah. The
1: eighties are just Um, an awful time.
0: uh, Right. I I think the eighties still have some like fantastic movies. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I love like that, that seventies, like, like Godfather, star Wars, Rocky, um, all that stuff. Um, even like there's some Russian movies like I really want to show you, that are just oh, cool. utterly, utterly fantastic. Like there's this one, which I'm I'm probably actually gonna recommend it soon. The only problem is it's really fucking long, so like we probably have to watch it like on a Saturday.
1: Um, How long is it? Like four hours?
0: No, it's like three. But it does. But the thing is, like it does not feel like it's three hours, even though there's like hardly any action in the entire movie. It's just a. It's called Andrei Rublev, and it's just about the life of like this Russian icon painter. Okay. It is like also it is one of my favorite movies, but I think just objectively speaking, it is the best movie I have ever seen in my life.
1: Hmm.
0: Like awesome. nothing, nothing comes remotely close.
1: Well, now since you've hyped it up, we have to watch it.
0: Oh no, no, definitely. Like I, I, I stand by those claims. It is that good.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, to um, finish this up with the last song that you recommend, tubas. Those bases. Um. Tu time. <laughs> the tuba. The <laughs> tuba. The tuba is a is a fun instrument. It's it's always it's been forever ruined by fat people walking, but that's, <laughs> that's a compromise I'm willing to listen to. It's the tuba. I don't know how to describe my. I can't tell if I like it because of the meme potential of it or if I just innately like the sound because as an instrument the tuba just sounds like shit it like has all you hear is a low end rumble like you don't really hear that clear of notes in them and for a singular tuba like people are like oh no, if you go into a you know symphony like yeah there's fucking a couple of them and it's mixed with all the other ones to fill the low end like no shit but i'm talking like like it's like, mostly
0: just using jazz as yeah, like a hear main one. instrument yeah, yeah right here yeah, one exactly. tuba
1: not you know mixed together as the low end in a song with a symphony so but every time i hear it it just makes me smile i <laughs> <laughs> that's it's me just, with the <laughs>
0: that's me with the accordion like i just i love the sound of the accordion yeah. the accordion i think is like the coolest
1: instrument well um the accordion is definitely more versatile like that's not even a comparison than a fucking tuba but um right i
0: just um i guess i was just uh like correlating it to just like those. those, like it just makes me smile like
1: i love the accordion yeah it it makes me smile in the same way but i i genuinely like the sound of the accordion not just the the quirkiness that it contains itself with but the tuba it's (laughs) I I've, the other reason why it's funny because the smallest people I've ever met in my life played tuba and it was just like a fat dude in a smart car kind of effect like it was just fucking hilarious. Oh really? Um, <laughs> the the fast guitar melodies I like the the percussive kind of finger rolls that they do on this one I like that a lot. I think this is a good ending of the song or uh, of the playlist.
0: Yeah. Um. This one is kind of this is uh what would be called. I believe uh, Ranchera, which is like a kind of a subgenre of mariachi.
1: It has more tuba in it.
0: Yeah, more tuba, more accordion. It's more like played with like four or five people, whereas like mariachi can be is typically played with like a bunch of people, you know? Yeah. Because it, it's a, like, a, like it can be like orchestral, right? But like Ranchera is more like, you know, we're sitting out on the, you know, like just to sit back with the family and just, you know, that kind of stuff. No, I feel you. And I love just, especially this song. It just, it's kind of makes me cry. It just, it's so happy. It just, yeah, kind of. It just so, it just has that kind of happy, sad sound. Like it just, it's just so joyful. It's such a joyful song, you know, like this. And the guy singing, it's so like emotional.
1: You know, being, I've never, like, I've cried from various different emotions, but I don't think I've ever been overly happy to the point where I've cried. I don't like, I just don't get that way. Like when I feel really happy, I get like excited. I don't get emotional. I've never, and maybe like I always meant like, I guess the, the, the only way it would come close is like, you know, getting married for the first time to someone you actually want to get married to. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing her come down the aisle I don't. I still don't think I would cry then, but I feel like that's the closest emotion that I would get me to. But because um, I don't associate like tears with happiness at all.
0: Well, like you've never had like that. I'm so happy. Like it's just I cried because of how no. happy I was.
1: I've never had that feeling. Like I said, I've Damn. I've cried out of frustration, frustration, anger, mm-hmm. lust, maybe. No. Mm. maybe i have to think about that one but like i've every emotion like, i've cried from has been negative
0: like disappointment <laughs> or something yeah.
1: yeah oh yeah this i that was more when i was younger but every now and again like uh, <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna tell the most embarrassing story ever in my life this is not that long really? ago too this is a couple of years ago i was <laughs> Dude, this is so fucking funny <laughs> this is so pathetic anyway but that's what this platform's for is entertaining Um, Mm -hmm. this is, uh, the stand in my life where I think I was single for the longest and (laughs) I was, (laughs) so I was really single for a long, I don't remember how long it's been, but it was, it was a long time more than usual. Mm -hmm. And I was finally talking to this one girl that I really got along with. And so I was about to meet up with her for a first date and it did not go well. It was the most boring shit ever we couldn't do anything because of our time schedule. So the only thing we could do is just like sit in a fucking mall and like talk to each other. And for some reason it was way more awkward than talking over the phone or, you know, texting or whatever. And the whole entire time was just misery. I was just, I knew it wasn't going to work out (laughs) and I had a night class. This is when I was starting at uh, college and I had a goddamn night class and it was business law. So like I was not looking forward to starting this class and I just remember, like, I was running late, and, <laughs> and it was raining. And so I parked kind of far, so I'm walking in the rain after this shitty date, and I'm late to my first class. And I just start crying when I get in the car <laughs> out of, like, disappointment. Fucking... I wouldn't blame you, bro. <laughs> Dude, it was awful. It was just like I had enough of this day this is like when i was 21 or 20 i was not that young
0: <laughs> Man, dude i'm 20 and i'm out here crying <laughs> to to mexican music so
1: <coughs> that's Especially a different this one, though
0: i guess um i mean dude i mean who hasn't done that at some point in
1: their life i don't know it's, it's not embarrassing it's just so unnecessary though it's just like why is
0: anyway <laughs> no I mean as long as you didn't like make anyone else's day worse like I don't really see what's wrong with that
1: no I just think it's funny looking back on it like it, like I said it, I've never had a happy emotion um crying
0: maybe that's where you and I differ
1: well, I'm sure the potential is there I just I haven't had anything in my life to make me feel that way there's songs that like I really connect to that like I cr- not cry but like it just it maybe teary is more of an accurate description, but sometimes not even that. But it fills me with the same, like, beautiful, sad kind of feeling, but it feels really good. But I don't get it from being, like, overstimulated or overhappy. It's just, like, um, I'm just very moved, I guess. Like, I I feel movement in my soul more than being really happy, if that makes sense. But it's not a negative feeling. Yeah,
0: I yeah i kind of see what you're saying like the way i don't know if it's necessarily like it's just you're feeling so happy it's sad i guess it's just like or like it's so happy it's tears of joy i think it's it's kind of like uh like this kind of like you're just savoring this moment of awesomeness right because like it just you kind of look at that like when i hear this kind of music and it's just um it's just to think of like all of like the the bad stuff right that's happened, and then it just I, and you know what, like I just it just makes me look around me. and It's like, man, things got a lot better, right? You know, and like I'm just I'm thankful for what I have, and that's like what, what that last song really makes me think about.
1: Yeah, I think it's that one is more of like, happiness and appreciation. Like that emotion moves you to tears. Like it's not the actual act of moving to tears. It's just the emotion that it comes from. So it's like I've never had a super happy emotion that moved me to tears the closest was listening to a piece of music where I really felt the emotion in the song and that kind of moved me to tears but that wasn't a negative feeling whereas the rest of the tears I experienced have been from negative feelings but nothing overly happy I got you that's more um
0: yeah um but like a lot of these kind of songs um not just the last song but a lot of these songs really make give me that similar kind of feeling like Duamante, I really get that, and just a lot of a lot of Latin music in general. Because a lot of what they talk about is just really like just, um, just really simple, just positive things. Because a lot of music we listen to, um, where we come from is just so negative, nihilist, typically. That's not all that. That's not what I'm saying, but I don't know. Just so something about the way that Hispanics and Latinos do make their music and what they sing about and what just the way they're they, they sing and compose with their heart and soul and just talk about how much they love life and how much life is beautiful. You know, they, they like that. That's, that's in a lot of these songs and how like just enjoying life, you know, like I'm sure you're familiar with the motive uh, joie de vivre.
1: I feel like I've heard it before.
0: It's yeah. It's like the abstract, like kind of subjective, concept of of happiness right yeah whereas like because there's the happiness in the sense of like um, like where it's like the scientific like you just kind of feel good right not like just like your pleasure and like dopamine receptors but also just like how safe you are what is actually you know like how much stakes there are how much how hard your life is and stuff like that because it's obviously like if your life is easy it's just things are just going to be like you know because there's no stakes so it's like oh nice you know but that doesn't necessarily correlate to like the true long-lasting happiness right which is what i feel like a lot of these music like a lot of the music that comes from these kind of cultures really emulates that that difference right because a lot of these people come from fucked up countries you know and they come from these, these like just like this either like war torn, you know, like socialist <clears throat> takeover, kind of just like totalitarian, whatever it is. Or they they grow up in these like neighborhoods that are terrorized by like gangs and stuff like that. Just, I just feel that like that togetherness of family because you like just the way that families stick together, even when they come here to this country, they just. They, they stick together like, no, we're, we're never leaving. Like, you know, it just, I don't know.
1: No, and I definitely can sense that in the music. And I think part of the reason why I don't connect with it is I don't think it's a cultural thing. Obviously, I've never had a rough life, but I've had like fucked up things happen and I've had failures and I've, you know, I, I don't think I've ever, I've had, I've, I've probably had like two near death experiences in my life. So to me, when I attribute Like, my happiness is temporary, so, like, if I, you know, like, obviously, like, what is true is, you know, you can't appreciate what you have until it's taken away or if something bad happens to really, you know, let you feel that safe and security, but for me, I don't feel happy just innately when I have the things that heard this is a bad way to phrase it I don't feel like innately happy when my life is easier I feel like everything is going well just because I'm always of the feeling that it can be taken away very quickly like I understand how quick life can change so to me it just I feel it makes me feel anxious that like oh things are fine right now but that means that the bad is coming or how long is it gonna be good like this I worry about the day that it changes so I'm never at like a content. You know, constant level of happiness, even though, like, right now my life isn't really that hard and I don't have really any struggles at all, like, just with my, you know, health or my living situation or who I'm dating. So I don't feel like it's that big of a problem, but I don't, I feel happiness like just when something makes me happy or like something someone said to me or like a piece of music I listen to or I achieve something. Um, But it's never just constantly in that state.
0: I got you. Um, I can
1: I can empathize with this kind of music and the people that do come from hardships and they have a strong core values of family and you know, escapism in the music. and because um, you have both sides of the coin, right? You have the the more aggressive and violent music that is a response to the trauma. and that's a great way to, you know, get out that repressed emotion or all the repressed emotions that you have in yourself. And then there's the other one where it's you make it overly sensationalized and happy, and this is what you aspire to be when you're, you know, when you're safe and when you're calm, where it's just it's a opposite reaction to all the nihilism and all the other shit that's going on. So, I think in that respect it's really cool to see both sides of the coin being expressed in music as a response to trauma.
0: I think like right. I, th- I think you you, ha- you have a good take on that. Um I think um this kind of music um that we talked about at a bunch of um because, you know, obviously I've gone in the Latin music rabbit hole, right? A lot of it, um, I think, is honestly like the... Like, I wouldn't really put that as like the other side of the coin. Like, I think the other side of the coin would be something else. Like, like pop music, I guess, or something that like... It, it imitates this sort of like artificial kind of overly positive um, feeling whereas like i think a lot of this music it's just because like it's not reactionary right because i feel like a lot of like you know a, a, a lot of um like punk or whatever and even rock to an extent um and a lot of that angry music a lot of it just it's you know, it's reactionary and so is a lot of this pop music right that's just overly happy just cuz they need to you know we just need to feel happy cuz you know there's no there's no reason not to so um and then i just feel like this music—it's just—it's not reacting to anything. It's just—it's so—it's not reactionary. It's—it's it's pro-creationary, you know. It just feels like they're just—they're just being. uh, It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a very hard concept to put into words. But um, do you sort of understand where I where I'm going with this?
1: I think the the pop aspect is more manufactured. I don't think that's more of a response, but. I mean, music is reactionary and, and that should be the point of music. It should not be, you know, overly produced or overly manufactured. It should on a certain level be raw and reactionary. And what I'm, what I mean was like two opposite sides of the coin where you can have the adventure escapism or you can have a dystopian sort of setting, right? So you can set up two fake okay. worlds to escape to and whatever helps you and connects with you and, you know, forget all the evils in the world or rejoice all the pleasures in the world you know, that's what you connect with more. But I just think it's interesting, the contrast of how different people are, and what they choose to respond to and what correlates with how it makes them feel inside. So that's why I think it's interesting where we have super aggressive music and then also super pleasant music, but not like overly exaggerated, like pop music and some sorts of metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess that was failure on my
0: part. I don't know if that was the right analogy to make. Um, but I guess more so what I was saying is just how it's just beautiful mariachi music is um whereas I think a lot of music that we produce now it's just ugly you know like it just sounds ugly it sounds unpleasant it just it's 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 not good for us to 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 just keep pumping our ears with these kind of things but like when i hear something specifically? like
1: specifically like what do you mean ugly
0: like, it just, um... Well, it's just the opposite. You know, it's like mariachi just, just sounds beautiful, right? With the way that the melodies are and the way that the instrumentation works, whereas, like... Oh, you're talking about the physical l- sound of it. I I guess, but also, like, in the artistic kind of sense. You know, because, like a, like, a painting can look ugly, right?
1: If it's... Like, are you saying, like, ugly in its mood, or it's just it's not a well-made painting? I mean, both,
0: right? Like, you can look ugly... Cause like you can just you, I mean, despite like what you're going for, I mean, it can still just fail, right? Because obviously you can go for a dark, serious, you know, like tone, right? But um, that doesn't necessarily mean like, but but even so, I guess it's not necessarily being dark and brooding that makes, like that 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 doesn't exactly correlate with. I guess um, what I'm saying, how would I say like, you know how like just a lot of like just generic music like you can just kind of hear it and you can just feel all of like just the disgustingness of like the like behind it and, like where it comes from like the, the place where it comes from i guess yes yeah, you like, know the
1: intention is very um definitely yeah that yeah. that's
0: what i was trying to say whereas like i feel with um mariachi and even a lot of um like uh progressive metal Right, I feel like those are coming from very good places. Um,
1: I think it's just the biggest kicker is if your music has an agenda behind it. That's obviously like, yeah, a number yeah, ex- one yeah, exactly. To be not as authentic, not off. I think "authentic" is the wrong word. I think because like obviously you know politics and music go hand in hand. There's a lot of bands that have a message, but sometimes if that's all your music really focuses on, it's not going to be as good as somebody that pours in like they want to, there's people that want to make music to get attention on an issue. And there's also people that make music that just want to express the emotions and the feelings of the song and the notes that they're like, they're making a song for you to listen to. They're not trying to get you into an ideology. So that's right. The
0: cause they're right. Cause it's like, how is the actual like art, you know, yeah. not, not like, right. Yeah. Um, cause like I'm, I'm political, commentary can obviously be interesting um i'm sure you'd agree with me well and um, politics I think... has
1: always been hand in hand and especially with satire like satire is a perfect example as a reactionary um artistic style in response to um to politics or just anything in that realm right it's it's art with an agenda but it's done in a very specific way that's creative but i feel like with music that unless your point is really intuitive or you do a really creative way to show it, you're not just being, you know, your, your subtlety is not lost in just obvious fucking cringy material. You know? I don't to me that's just the difference. I guess if you mean in that regard and being ugly in that way, then yeah, Mariachi seems to be the exact opposite of all of those.
0: Yeah, but um It is important to take into account what you said, right, about how it is interesting to see the the contrast right because um, obviously um you know most like countries you know, like western nations right like um very nihilistic right um now um that that's not to say that right like progressive metal isn't awesome i think and, and a lot of like just dark music um is is bad right because you know i i I talk about this all the time. Like, you know, I love bands like Tool, Gojira, Mastodon, and stuff like that. Um, but it's they're not really but it's dark just...
1: bands, though. Like Obviously, I think out of all of them, Tool has the most dark themes. Out of them, aggressive,
0: but... I guess. Like, Gojira sounds aggressive, you know? Yeah,
1: but they're... I don't get, like, dark and brooding when I listen to them, though. Like, they no, don't but come I'm... from a dark place. They come more from a beautiful place than a dark place to me.
0: Well, th- no, no, no. Dark doesn't... Necessarily mean like it's not beautiful because I think that music is dark, but it's also is beautiful. You know, like a song like "Um, um Mouth of Kala." I think that's an excellent example of that.
1: I guess in terms of, um, I guess because like I remember we were talking about this when we were talking about their lyrics. How it's like they're not nihilistic in their approach to their lyrics, and I don't think they are in their music either. Even though like I guess they have darker sounding stuff. Maybe I don't know.
0: No, I don't. I don't think any of those bands are nihilistic. Like I just, I guess, more like a lot of death metal. It just it's it's too much for me. That stuff I, is
1: nihilistic. So is Blind right. Black. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah.
0: That I guess was that's more what I was referring to. No, no, no because I, I do not think Tool, Gojira, or Mastodon are nihilist in any sense of uh, to, a, a, in any stretch of the imagination. Because they they have very positive. Um, like, um, how would you say, um, like constructive, um, uh, music, I would say definitely because like to like tool and, and all those bands, they, they inspire me to do better. Right. Cause they, a lot of their songs are even like that. Right. And those, and those stories and those journeys we go on yeah. and those weird, complicated emotions we feel, that's what those three bands are very good at doing. Right.
1: I, 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 and that's the thing that I notice when that's why they're sort of my three favorites is like really trying to analyze the complex emotions that I feel. But I think narrowing it down to words is the three the three common synonyms that always come into my head and also I've noticed just me as a person and just you know, living life is growth, discovery and building. I always get like a sense of building. And when I have listened to people react, do reactions to those types of bands and those songs, they always describe the way their song structure is as building. It's always building up to something before it just explodes. You know what I mean? So that's why I always get that that feeling of growth. And it's always like that mystical discovery, like what is this thing that I'm feeling or what is the specific sound that they're doing? I'm always trying to learn and discover what that is as opposed to regressing and just feeling like I'm a primal And I do have that reaction to some other types of music that i like to listen to. Um, So in some respect, there is a cathartic release when it comes to ultra nihilism or like this primal rage or just this disgusting emotion that you need to get out of your system in a healthy way. And in a lot of the respects, that's really what metal is all about. It's giving people a space to release that sort of emotion where you can't, there's really nowhere else in life you can express that without like you know harming someone else so it's like it's trying to get that out because most people have those thoughts and those feelings but some people have it more intensely than others like what compels a person to just innately kill um, when they weren't you know poked at in the first place so it's stuff like that or people that have anger problems so there is a place for all that stuff
0: that's a really good um that's a really good way to look at it actually because i have a similar view of sports right like i don't I'm not a fan of sports myself. I'm not good at playing them. Right. But like, I would love like my children, right. To play sports because like it gives the, cause like it, it, it gives like, I'm, I'm very in favor of sports. Cause it gives people an outlet to just get their rage out in like a controlled, healthy way. Cause if not, they're probably just going to go. If, if, if they're not given sports, they're going to let out their rage by, you know, killing people or like, Committing crimes, so like you gotta let them know how to do it in a in a good way,
1: you know. Yeah, and there's obviously outliers that are just psychopathic and they're gonna be just unstable in, in, in any respect. So that's not who we're talking about. But you know, martial arts is a good example. It's not doing it because you're violent or you like the violence. It's a discipline. It's a training. It's a sense of control over your body and other others or as a form of self-defense. So Like you feel secure in your abilities to protect yourself. But especially stuff like jujitsu or judo or those really insane martial arts that (laughs) require a great deal of respect and training and discipline to just even do an intermediate advancement into them. So that's kind of what people don't have and what most people need to learn is just that self-discipline and that internal – sense of control because everybody is tempted to do something these days or they're reactionary. They don't have a sense of, like I said, they can't do their own fucking laundry or just getting up in the morning is a struggle. No matter what mental illness that you have, you just, people lack self-discipline and that's not like a boomer take. Like it's, it's just true. And it's not to say that, you know, it's hopeless. It's just like, that's the most problems that people have is they don't have great control over themselves, like addiction
0: yeah it's just a, a lot of it right i mean i just think a lot of it's just people just people just don't know what's up i think people just don't i i mean how would you say like like i mean i with a, a like a, a better way of putting it, like you think saying a lot of people just don't get it
1: like a lot of people just don't get life well, I think it's because they don't do any reflection. I think it's really important to sit and reflect and also analyze things. So it just trains your brain. Like playing chess, you're analyzing shit all the time, three moves ahead. Playing music, you're, you're trying to analyze patterns and create patterns. You're using your brain in a different way. Doing a martial arts, you're analyzing moves and you're thinking quick on your feet and you have to say, if I do this, what happens? Like, What are the consequences of me throwing my body in this way? What will he do if I do this? So I feel like people need to do that with themselves they need to sit down and be like if i do this what will happen if i do this will be a good outcome will be a bad outcome What are the consequences what are the benefits you know this pleasure that i have what happens if i go too overboard what can i specifically do to moderate that like people don't have those kind of conversations they do it in hindsight like when when they fuck up and they're like why do i do this i need to change but they don't just sit down and do it when they're neutral
0: yeah like it's just the lack of instinct
1: yeah, so it's, I feel like if people did more reflection just in general or did any of those things I mentioned to train their brain to think that way, they would be better off in life. Not saying it'd fix all your problems and cure all your illnesses, but it definitely will be not as hard to deal with your problems if you try to do it that way.
0: Right, that's why I'm a big believer um, that every everyone who can should work out. It's, right. it's a discipline um,
1: that you need. It...
0: <laughs> right, and like a lot of people are turned off because they're just like, oh, I mean, like, I don't like that gym culture and stuff
1: like that. I'm like, trust me, I don't either. They don't have to go to the gym. They can do it at home. They can go on a run. Like, they don't have to go to the gym. Yeah,
0: no, exactly. Like, just, and just, that doesn't mean, like, you have to lift weights just to look good. Right? Like, exercise can be a bajillion different things.
1: Right? Get up in the morning and do fucking push-ups and planks. Like, you don't even have to leave your bed two inches. Like, fucking just if you, like, it's hard, like, it's hard, it's it's easy to set a goal. It's hard to do it, right? So it's like, you know, how many people can wake up in the morning and just do that? The first thing they do, they've trained themselves. Like every morning I wake up and do 20 push-ups. let's say, right? Right. And it's like, how difficult in the long run can that be? So it's like, if you're going to struggle to do that every morning, like, how can you as an adult be comfortable with that? You know what I mean? Like to right. me, that would be Definitely. easy. Like I could wake up every morning and do 20 push-ups, and it wouldn't be a problem. Like that'd be something easy for me to do. Other people that might be more difficult. Right, but it shouldn't be difficult. It should be something that mostly everyone can do unless you have some sort of disability, right. If you're a regular person that can walk around, you probably should be able to do some sort of discipline that you do
0: right um I look at the faith the same way, right, like um, like my thing that like you said with like twenty pushups every morning, my thing is uh, pray the rosary every morning like I just I get up and that's the first thing I do um every morning um obviously if I, i'm going to work i have to well I say my morning prayers and then i have to shower change get my pack my lunch put on. when i'm driving to work just put the rosary on because it lasts the the commute time the the and then and i'm just like yep like i just, i need to get it done then and there or else you know i'm gonna spend the whole day you know like the yeah i'll just do it later and that never works when it comes to anything right um And then – but on, on like, the weekends, it's, like, I just just wake up and it's, like, that's priority number one.
1: (laughs) You know what I felt it's really been helpful for training myself to do something I don't want to do?
0: Because,
1: like, usually you'll be, like, oh, I can get this done, you know, later or I can go tomorrow or I can do all this shit. If I have the time to – because sometimes I just don't have the time. I I have to force myself to plan to do things ahead of time or uh, later. So besides that, like, if I have the time to do it and I just don't want to, I just count to five. And as soon as I count to five, I just, I just walk. I just do go in the direction I need to go to go get it done. I just do it.
0: It's just, it's so annoying a lot of times just having that, like, like a little voice in the back of your head, like just saying like, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah. So that's why I I just ignore that. I think, well, if I do this, I'll just be like one, two, three, four, five. And I go. And not even think about it, it.
0: Right, like it puts and you back in focus. Sounds dumb, yeah. but
1: like if you if you train your brain to do specific things like that, like you will be productive, and you won't burn yourself out because you can set your cutoff time. So it's like if you need time to rest, you need to force yourself to rest. So it's like it's not even about being you know a cog in the machine. You constantly have to do stuff. It's if you have a a hard time controlling your impulses in any respect, it's good to just count and then not do or do the thing that you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like um. Productivity can even be fun, you know, it's like that, um,
1: but
0: for a lot of things, I think it's that, um, uh, runner's high phenomenon. Yeah. When like you're working out, um, where you just ride that line, that diagonal line upwards. Whereas like if it, you were doing it like where it's the perfect balance of like, it's challenging to where like you're gaining something, but then it's not too easy to that. You're just not really activating anything right it's it's um like you're just riding that straight diagonal line up
1: yeah i feel that way about certain things but there is just some work that you need to do that's productive that just does not feel good and it's just an autumn sure. chore. and even if you do finish it it's just like fuck i finished it it's not like a yay i finished it even though you're glad that it's over but it's just like fuck Yeah, it's that mental stress It's it's not a good yeah. release yeah but for me like personally in my life right now the only things that I can't get done or I feel like I don't have discipline is because i'm I'm not like I feel like I'm really good with time management but I'm also like because you know you're once you're an adult there's just things you're innately responsible for so it's like since I don't write shit down all it's jumbled in my head and I just I refuse to write stuff down for some reason like I don't keep a, a fucking schedule or calendar or use any of that shit I just normally am good at figuring out and doing it but these days I feel like it's difficult for me to get my laundry done because of the people in the house that I'm living with, or I'm going to visit my girlfriend all the time and it just time slips away. So it's like, I have to find time to do stuff. It's kind of gets annoying, but if I had the opportunity, I would just get them all done.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, the, the beauty in music is always why it's going to be my passion in anything that I do in my life, because it doesn't matter what the genre is and, it's always I my favorite part about talking to different people is seeing what genre of music gets them to be so moved in that way to tears so I I always find it really cool when people tell me something different where if I listen to a song and I get nothing out of and on the other side someone it's like their whole entire existence I've always thought that's the most fascinating thing about life and music yeah um definitely
0: um like you're saying that when you find the other people and like what they get out of the music, um, a lot like, you know how like there's there's music that like people listen to it, when, like, when we were younger and they listen to music just because it's popular, and you just feel like, like why why like do do you actually care about, like, what the actual music is you know like do you actually like like it because you like what it what it is or you like it just because it's popular you know whereas like when you find some genre of music that no one else knows it just feels kind of special right because you're like ah i discovered it you know like this is just it's that cool kind of i'm sure there's some science behind that of like that idea of like discovery right
1: yeah it's it's really the last you know manifest destiny and i i mean that not in a you know, taking advantage kind of way. It's just, it's, and that's why that, I mean, to an objective respect, that's why that shit happens. It's our just innate urge to discover and learn and just, you know, not be complacent in life and always want more. And just, you know, there's stuff left to be conquered. And I feel like this is our last You know, unless you don't physically feel that, whether you want to start a business or make a shit ton of money or start a family or anything like that, but there's no more lands to discover. You know, for the most part, we're most Mm. we're mainly connected. So I feel like music is the last kind of frontier where it's like I've discovered something on an interpersonal level, and it's you know it's I want to know a lot, and I want to listen to it all. I want to know a lot more of it. I want to write kind of in this kind of style because it's hard to be original, especially these days. So
0: it really is um it's really hard to just uh yeah like just make something without feeling like you're just so derivative of other things you know
1: yeah i mean you're gonna subconsciously rip stuff off no matter how original you try to be um and also you can sound like shit if you just all you're trying to do is be original and trying to do something no one else has ever done that's also (laughs) kind of not a good idea sometimes but I don't know. I, I feel like to me, there's never going to be a time where it's like, I've caught the dragon. So it's yeah, always going to be that lighting of in a discovery. bottle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause lighting in a bottle, like you don't capture it in a bottle. It just kind of zaps in t- to you in a sense.
1: Yeah. And I've, I've always wanted to find that sort of passion with anything else besides music, just to see if it's out there. Cause I've always liked discovering different parts of myself that I never thought I would enjoy or, connect with but so far nothing has really ever came close I feel like the idea of being really close with another sorry I keep trying to knock off with another person is kind of close but it's not really realistic so I feel like romanticizing people in that way is not a good thing to focus on because it'll just ruin your expectations for life so I kind of push that down Um, but yeah I don't think anything really comes close to music in that way
0: yeah. I, um, I remember you mentioned like, we have the goals of like, I want to start a business, want to start a family. That's my goals obviously, because, um, like you said, you know, there's no more land to discover. There's no more really, um, yeah. I mean, that's a big thing that there's really like, we've, we've been everywhere really there is to be, to be on earth. Right. So I just kind of look at it as like, we have, I mentioned this on the last podcast, like, we have no concept of recreational activities anymore in our society, right? Because we feel like we have to, like, we we're, we have to, like, be put down because, like, we're not Michael Jordan or we're not um Michael Jackson, I guess, or we're not, like, the best of the best, like, I'm like, dude, like, your goals can, like, don't have to be that high, you know? Like, like some people literally like just can't do it right that doesn't mean that it's like bad right like they don't i'm not saying that you have to feel bad about it right but it's like people really need to understand that like a a lot of this bullshit with like the you can do anything like that's really not true you know but i think well i guess maybe that it's it's not that it's not true just people misinterpret what it means
1: i really wish people just (coughs) focused on You know, as opposed to you can do anything, use that time and energy to find things that you're good at. Because there's a lot of stuff where if you just take the time to practice and, you know, perfect it, you can get relatively good at it. But there's just some things you're never going to be good at. So I feel like you should spend the time trying to find something you're good at and then you enjoy. And if you have a passion in doing it, that's just a bonus. Right. And it's like that
0: you don't have to like make a career out. You don't need to be like the best in the business. Like You don't need to be the greatest of all time. It's like. You can be just fine. Like, you can be just as, like, fine and happy and fulfilled in, like, any situation that you're in, whether it be socially, economic, like, it doesn't matter. Like, anyone can can, can find the happiness. You know, I'm a very big believer in that.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's definitely out there. And I wish the conversation was to finding it in that specific way. Um, but... I, don't, I mean, obviously, going back to like when there's no lands to being discovered, obviously that you can look in the ocean or there's, you know, ruins we discover as I feel like learning about the past to enhance the future is the only way. And hopefully that'll not be so suppressed or looking up to space when we ultimately destroy this fucking planet. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dude, yeah. Like, oh,
1: ha- we shouldn't focus on space. We should focus on saving the planet. Like, well, if it's really too late, like you guys claim, then fuck it. space might be our only option
0: yeah have you seen interstellar
1: i have it was a long time ago though okay
0: because it had that similar i thought it was cool it had that idea of like the people going out scouting out locations for like a new civilization in in like the universe it was pretty cool
1: yeah so I i hope in my lifetime we'll have this big cultural shift to where people are focused on being better And more productive and have more of that whimsical discovery in their hearts (laughs) like it's really inspiring to see people be like that and i think like i mentioned on the last um episode i'm more interested in being inspired by people than just you know entertained by their downfall
0: yeah because it's just i mean i mean i get it like i mean it's just it feels good to to play victim right like it just it, it feels good like i mean it just it it feels good to like to to blame other people it 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 feels good and it's easy too it's the easy thing to just say like oh well because of that or if it weren't for this you know it's easy to say that but it's just it's it's really nice when like i see things um like mariachi music obviously where it's just about the joy of life and just like bro like you're living you know and like nobody can take that away from you unless someone literally kills you which they haven't so you know
1: yeah and i think that's just our our i don't know if this is innate but just because of the country we live in but no one really has any long-term goals like they always want short-term gratification and they think that over time they'll just keep building but I think, like, being a victim or making excuses, all of that feels good temporarily, but then you're miserable again in the next day, so I don't think it's a... I mean, most people don't really have long-term goals. I can't really say I have super long-term goals. I feel like I wing most of my shit, but I'm trying to set myself up to where in the long term, I'll be fine, or at least I'll have contingencies to where I can go if something happens, so... But I don't have, like, a specific, like, you know, in five years I need to buy a house or I need to be married. Or I need to make this specific amount of money. Like, I don't have those kind of long-term goals. I don't have, like, the money necessarily or, like, the
0: years. But I'm just, like, pretty soon I just want to have my wife and kids, you know? I just feel like it's just, you know, because people don't have um, – I know it's kind of cheesy. But, like, just the concept of, like, destiny in, like, a hero's journey kind of – sense of it you know yeah where, where it's like that this is what i was meant to do you know because it's, it's it's like the whole um um you know in the lion king like the when mufasa's like remember who you are and he's like i don't know who i am and he's like you're my son goddammit. it you're like you are my son and the one true king and you must take your place in the circle of life like that just is so true right and i really feel that when i just feel that 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 passion and desire of like, yeah, I want to, I want to be a father. I want to raise my kids in the Christian faith. Right. And I want to, and I, you know, like I I want to take what I've learned and I want to pass it on to them and stuff like that. It's a, it's, it's a similar kind of thing.
1: Here's my question. So since you have that kind of aspect on your view, what happens if you'll like, if something happens to you and you're just never going to attain it or you just know that it's not going to happen or you try and it just doesn't work, how would it make, like, what would you do then? like if if what doesn't work like if you if something happens to where you're just not able to do any of that like in what sense like if i I get like a like i get injured or something something or it's like you've tried multiple times to start a family and have a wife and kids but it just it doesn't work out relationship wise or you you're getting to the point where you're getting too old and it hasn't happened kind of thing
0: yeah, but with the relationship not working, to answer that, I think at some point, it, it just will. Because, like, if it doesn't work, that just means that, that that
1: wasn't really meant for me, you know, and that there's some there's someone better, you know? Right, but what if you never find that someone better? You know what I mean? Like, you keep trying, but you just can't it, – it just doesn't happen. You can't find that person in time.
0: I will. Trust me.
1: Well, hopefully you do, but you never know with life, and that's kind of why I'm saying I think it's – easy to think things are automatically going to happen or there's no way they won't happen but you know life surprises you and sometimes people aren't ready for it
0: I, i know it does and like that's that's like i think about that all the time you know like i like like you don't think i'm i'm not thinking about um like how what if i do get in like a car accident and i just have all this stuff you know like i know that's that could happen but i just live life every day knowing that even if that could happen, you know, like because I know that that could happen, I'm gonna just live it the best I can, you know, and I'm gonna go 100, right? Because you only get one of these, right? I your think life a great
1: is to have, yeah,
0: right? Because your life, thank you, right? Because your life is sacred, you know. God gave it to you, right? Um, and you, know, like I said, you only get one, right? So, and we don't live forever. Like a lot of people just think. Um, my Muslim friend actually brought this up. He said that like. He posted on a story, he was like, um, shout out to Rami. Uh, Salam alaikum, dude. Um, He said, like, brothers and sisters, life is not a joke. How do you know that you're going to be alive in 30 years? You really don't know that, right? So, like, what what are we doing, guys? Seriously, sit down and think, like, what are we doing, you know?
1: I don't know. I think it's hard to really sit down and ask that question because, you know, humanity (coughs) as a whole is not really going in an advancement kind of state. So it's hard to be like, what are we doing? Are we wasting life? Well, what, what, what else could we really be doing? Like, like what else could you be doing? That's so extravagant, right? So I feel like if you don't have that sense of discovery or you're just, you're not good at things, I don't think it really matters. You know what I mean? Like you could be doing anything and it's not going to really make an impact on anything else. So as long as you live your, like your life with no regrets, you don't fucking hurt other people. You don't feel like you wasted your life or you're just not a waste of life. It doesn't really matter what you do, really.
0: Well no, he was not asking that since he was just saying what are we doing like in like a criticism of like the decadence of society? And how people just like don't really get what life is about.
1: No, I get that, but what my my rebuttal is to like it doesn't really matter because it, it doesn't matter what people do. Nothing will really change as a whole so it's like as long as you personally don't have any regrets about your life who cares
0: no right like that i i have a similar ethos right so i'm like really at the end of the day right like decisions you make that's between you and god i really don't have any say in that matter i can disagree and i can say yeah i don't think you should have done that or yeah that's kind of really bad and you shouldn't do that even if I don't say that, I can think that personally to myself. But if you are legitimately happy with where you are, okay, like, that's great, you know? But my issue comes when people do all of these things that I would deem to be really stupid and bad decisions, and they're still not happy, right? Because if you do all that and you're still happy, fine.
1: Right? It's just destructive at that point if, you're, if it's not giving you actual satisfaction,
0: because right. I'm just like, oh, well, at that point, you know, like, boohoo, Re- like, really, you know, but it's like, if you are happy, you know, I can't yeah. take that away from you. So
1: yeah, and I I hate that most people are miserable in that way. And all their actions just are <laughs> just an inner, ref- like, that's their inner reflection is just the shitty things that they do. And they feel because they're just not content in their life. And that's the other reason why I like being in this space. It's a little bit awkward. Cause I don't know how to handle this in public, but I've had people that have came in and they've had really bad days, we were by the courthouse. So people come in straight out of jail. Sometimes it's fucking, it gets like emotionally intense. There's people that just damn. like get, they've got divorced or one of their loved ones passed away. So it's like, this is their outlet. So they'll just go and Phew. randomly tell me this. Like, so damn, I didn't know this. Yeah, dude, there's, it gets heavy. Sometimes I've, That's why we keep liquor. So if anyone wants to take a shot with us, (laughs) Um, (coughs) no, but like I've had people straight up tell me just like uncomfortable shit like that. And like, I I don't know how to like in this platform, like with me and you, I I'm prepared for it. So like, I can talk about any, like we're having this conversation right now about deeper emotions and thoughts. Like that's easy. But when I'm at work, it's hard to do that with random people. I don't know, as opposed to like, I don't want to get into a deep conversation with them about this shit there. It's just, it's, it's awkward. Yeah. yeah, but still, though, it's just like the, that heavy, <clears throat> that heavy emotion is always interesting to me. I, I never thought I would be, you know, in a position in my place of work to just get bombarded with it.
0: Yeah, I, I had that recently with the, the that was like that that kind of emotional experience with the passing of my coworker, right? Recently.
1: Oh yeah, I remember you mentioned that.
0: Yeah, cause like I mean I've had obviously family members that have died, but they were either like I just they're kind of too distant family I didn't really know them very well, or it just it happened so long ago like I was a little kid, didn't really remember, you know.
1: No, yeah, I haven't really had anybody. Cl- I've had um, <laughs> it's funny like I don't really think about it until I I would tell people I like I've known like two of my friends commit suicide, one one of my two of my friends got murdered, fucking. I've, (laughs) I've known people that have been really crazy and I was almost in dangerous situations. I just, you know, I'm lucky to be alive in certain aspects, but I think the one thing that was, that really took the biggest emotional toll on me was like watching cancer take my girlfriend's mom from her. Because like, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen anybody in that state, you basically slowly watch them disintegrate as a person until they're like nonverbal and can't do anything until they just die. It's really insane to see somebody in hospice.
0: Yeah, I've heard it's really awful. Um, anything like that, you know?
1: How, like, how like a, a
0: person... Um, like, I remember I was watching this documentary with my dad about the 85 Chicago Bears and how Walter Payton, the running back, who was, you know, he was, like, such, like, a like big strong proud like awesome great man right of like great honor just to see him being taken by i don't know if he had cancer or or whatever he had like how he just just became you know just he killed him you know just to see a man of like once just all of those things i just said like just be have all of that stripped from him and he's just like you know just he has like
1: nothing left and he's just you know yeah, if I ever had that happen to me or someone that I closely loved, I didn't even know how I would handle that. That'd be fucking brutal.
0: Yeah, no. Luckily, I mean, I thank God I've never had anything like that happen to my family or anyone who I know.
1: Yeah, shit, man. I always think about the one defining factor that happened to me. I was walking along. I don't know if I've ever told this story on here. I was walking along the sidewalk when I was like 14, 15 with my headphones in, and this guy this old man that was driving on the side of the road where I was walking, he had a heart attack at the wheel and he like jolted to the right. And so from me to like maybe two feet in front of me, it was very close. He like jumped the curb really quickly and landed. There was a ravine on the other side of the sidewalk and he just landed in the ditch. And I stood there for a second to analyze what just happened. Like if I was two feet in front, I would have been dead or at the very least like, you know, paraplegic or just, you know, completely imm- <coughs> immobile, and like I didn't yeah. even show, like I didn't, I didn't register what happened. I just ran home, <laughs> and I think that was like the start of like my real life example of you know life just taking shit away from you really quickly and just a blink of an eye, and how like nothing is completely secure or stable.
0: Well, that's right, yeah, no, but that's why I'm fighting. You know, that's why I'm just I, my dad, right? Like he just taught me that that Jewish mentality of like just the. Like you got to work, you know, even if obviously like the way I work, that isn't the same as like how other people work. Right. Um, but it's just like, if you look at like the history of my family, like, like just the Zeldins, like they just, they don't, they don't not work. Right. Like they're always doing something, you know, that like, that's me. Like, I'm always trying to like, find. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, and like, uh, this is actually, like, well, one of the ladies at, at church told me, she's like, you do so much. But, like, not as, like, a, you do too much. Like, she was just saying that as, like, a really good thing. And it made me feel really happy that someone said that, you know, because she said, like, yeah, you just, you do so many things. And, like, I can see how, like, you you would just enjoy using your, f- like, five senses to just see all that's good around you, right? Because, um, you know, like, I love to, you know, I'm doing this podcast. I do, I have, like, my my job, you know, I'm working on my future jobs. I'm playing guitar, I'm speaking Spanish, Portuguese. I'm learning those like I'm just I'm listening to all this music. Like there's just there's so much good, you know? There's just there's so much good around. And it just if people like I know we always talk about like what is the solution and we've said it in a billion different ways, but that's another way to look at it. It's just people just are just so destructive and I'm like there's just there's there's so much that you're not seeing.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a great way to be remembered. Like that's the one thing I'll remember about you. You know, when this all ends.
0: That's <laughs> what I'm trying, man. No, because like, we're right? Thank, thank you. No, 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 I'm, I'm serious. Like, um, I remember, like, uh, Jordan said a similar thing to me, and um, because like that's what I always try to do. Like, I always try to talk to someone, like, just you know, like, no agenda, none of this. Like nonsense, none of this bullshit. Like, I'm just, I'm talking to you how I am, right? You talking about my Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, we, uh, <coughs> we have mouths on us, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. yeah, I, I like the, I, I like when people, like, when specifically the way you said it, when people think that way, because I don't think there's anything like, I'm trying to think of a another way somebody could be, that would be better than that. If you always aspire to do something and chase what you love, or chase what you love and go after it and actually, you know, succeed or semi succeed, if at least the majority of people did that in the right way, <laughs> life would be so much better. It just would. Yeah. No, no, and
0: um, Dan, it's just it's the balance, right? Because that's what catholicism is really good because that's like one of the central points of catholicism is because like it's very much not like the new england puritanical like you know just like like just all that like just repression stuff like that because like not just in like the sexual aspect right but like um like the puritans are very like against um like any sort of fun right not just like because like I know obviously alcohol is the biggest thing and that's one of the big that's one of the, the funniest um and and, and and enduring signs of our puritanical heritage in this country is like all our alcohol laws and everything like they can kind of get ridiculous you know um but yeah. um because like Catholicism is very much not about that right because they're not like alcohol is like intrinsically bad they're like it's literally a gift from god right like food you know it's another thing that like pure puritans um like like they can't even they couldn't even eat food and enjoy it like they just eat it and there's oh no we're done you know right and I, i i just think to myself like that's just that's 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 not jesus you know like jesus like like jesus wasn't like and i can see how a lot of people look at like um christians and they have that archetype and that 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 like kind of caricature of like you know like christians and like evangelicals are just like that like they're just a bunch of like stuck up self-righteous arrogant ugly annoying like cultureless like sexually repressed assholes that just need to have this this religion to feel better about themselves and to tell other people Uh, what to do? Because they're miserable, and they just want to bring everyone else down with them. And it's like that's kind of true, in my opinion, at least for the evangelicals. But I just think, like with Catholicism, you just you get that balance, right? Because a lot a lot of it is like it's it's just it's it's the beauty, I think, really in in the balance. Because if you look at Catholic cultures throughout the world, they know they know how to have the most fun, right? You know, like like Latinos or the French, the Italians. The southern Germans with the Oompah music. I love that stuff. I love the, the Bavarian kind of aesthetic and, and culture, right? And I just, I feel like wherever there is Catholicism in the world or has the mark of it at some point, it just, it, it really has that joie de vivre, right? That's how I see things.
1: I think we would have more of that here if we weren't just such in a polarizing time. Cause like I've had a shit ton of fun with millions of people of different faiths and respects and all that, so I feel like in the same tandem, you know, if you view Catholicism in that way that you view a bunch of other things, like you just there's a certain amount of dedication that you have to certain things, and it'll let you have fun in other aspects of your life if you're not too rigid. I feel like you need to you need to create those boundaries of um, <coughs> rudimentation and freedom so you don't become either of the two extremes in a negative way all right because that's why in
0: catholicism they have mardi gras right because um the teaching like it just and the church recognizes like you can't just be on the grindstone for the rest of like for your whole life even like as much as like you want to or as much as you think that that's the right thing to do you just can't right and that's why it just it makes sense that um and my sister actually told me this which i thought like, I had never really understood it this way, which I thought was really interesting. She said how, like, like Mardi Gras is necessary because, you know, like, because, as I just mentioned, you can't be on the grindstone forever. You ne- you do need to have fun, right? Because that's just... We're human beings. It's, just, it, 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 it's a joyous experience, right? Because life is awesome and you only get one, right? So it makes
1: sense to do it all together as a society, right? You know? Yeah, and I wish more people just have that understanding. I don't know. I, I feel like the reaction to there only being one life is just, you know, anarchistic. It's just fucking let loose, do what you want to do all the time. Just instant decadence, instant hedonism, blah, 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 blah. And it just, it doesn't even make you, it just makes you feel more miserable. It just does. Right. But that's why
0: it, it makes sense to do it for like, like a Mardi Gras on this. Sense, it's like, like a week or two. You know, just, it's like, get it out of your system, you know, go drink. Yeah, I mean, if you I
1: want to go... get drunk and show my dick and go to jail and get beads, it's the perfect place to go. <laughs> right. Just for one day. <laughs> right. And obviously like the,
0: the problem is that a lot of people, for a lot of people in New Orleans, like it's Mardi Gras every day, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, whereas in that case, like it's no longer special. Um, no, I agree. Right. And that kind of ruins the the fun for everyone um but um really that just therein lies the the beauty for me because you get that you get everything you get a little bit of everything everyone gets a little bit of everything I think in Catholicism
1: (sighs) Catholicism yeah Yeah, I didn't I didn't think you were gonna necessarily be on the same page but (laughs) <laughs> well, no. So, I mean, my my issues with Catholicism has just been strict, like specifically, just institutional, and that's just my problem with most things. Is the people that claim they have power are just retarded. No, I mean, it, but it's not. I mean, that's true.
0: That's I mean, you're it not it wrong.
1: But you're my point wrong. is, that it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, like who gives a shit? Like, do what you want to do, and you know, you know, practice your own views of your beliefs and just you know don't if you don't if you think something's wrong you don't have to follow that specific teaching or that specific way just do what you need to do and just don't fucking affect others but um i think the one thing because obviously spirituality is a super personal topic and you ask anyone most of the time is especially here Because they have people of different faiths and cultures and countries and whatever have you. So everybody's going to have a different idea of what it means in the afterlife and just currently on earth. So (coughs) it's always... (coughs) Jesus Christ, I hope I'm not getting sick again. It's always interesting to see um, different types of people having fun and what that means. And their different types of food that they eat, the games, the music. So I like learning all these aspects from people. But it's always weird because I always have my own individual set of ideas. So it never really matches with other people. So I always feel like I'm constantly, you know, by myself. Because half of my day is just listening to what other people believe. And I feel like I don't really resonate with a lot of it. So so it's always just like, oh, that's interesting from the sidelines. And I kind of just continue to do my own thing.
0: Yeah, Half of my day is just listening to Spanish music. (laughs) Yeah. Which is just, I, I love it. My job, I don't give a shit that I have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning because I know I'm not gonna have to do it for the rest, for the rest of my life, and I know that, like, one day it will be worth something, right? And also, I can just I can listen to whatever music I want. It doesn't like no one could tell me otherwise, right? <laughs> for now,
1: we'll see what like, happens
0: in the next couple of years, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, yeah, no, no, that that's true, but that's why I'm enjoying it right now because it's there. So,
1: yeah, that's my philosophy. Just enjoy it because I feel like it's going to be taken away, especially, you know, with that recent event, the fucking train that got derailed in Ohio. Just like that shit could fucking happen anywhere, especially, you know, living so close to the train tracks where we live. It's just like, dude, anything could fucking happen. Like we could be flown into fucking Russia right now or go into fucking Taiwan to fend off China or defend some fucking, you know, power grid hack. So now we're out of water and electricity. So it's like, I feel like there's very real dangers that could happen within the next 15 to 20 years. And it's just like, I'm not ready to fucking face this shit. No, oh, 100%. But like, that's
0: why, I mean, it's just the mystery of of tragedy, right? And suffering. And like, why is it that we can have the joie de vivre, but then we also have like the, you know, we got to gotta send my boy to the Vietnam War. You know, it's just, can, it doesn't really make sense all the time. Really, does make sense? Really, hardly any of the time.
1: (laughs) I don't think it has to make sense. It's just like, really, what the fuck? Like, because I know that all this is nonsense, and so like I have to put my life on the line for it, or better yet, I fucking die from it. Like, dude, that'd be so fucking lame. I swear to God. I hope we're not in the time where civilization collapses. I, I really hope it's not in my lifetime. You know what? Honestly. I really have faith that it's not, you know? I hope people are just going to come together in the worst of times and realize we're going to have to work together because I don't know, this, this tribalism we have going now is proven throughout entire, you know, the entire history of man to never work. So, Uh,
0: you know, yeah. I like, I mean, I had a similar kind of feelings. Like I, I just was like, yep, the world's going to end soon, but I'm like, you know What? It's not.
1: I feel like every generation feels that if you ask them, but I don't know. It's just I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying I hope it doesn't. All right, All I right but like even it, if it is, but still, it's just like I really hope it doesn't.
0: Right, but even if it does, you know, which people thought was gonna happen, like in the dark ages with the plague and stuff, you know, I mean, even people in the dark ages were like, let's just have fun. You know, we're gonna die anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is yeah. our great ability to smile through suffering or just try to find ways to distract yourself or make up games or again music is a great reflection of that so I, don't know, yeah, I just, I'm glad to be a... living in a time where I can experience pretty much anything I want to if I really look for it I know and in,
0: like in in the right way right yeah. you know on my like, own it, terms it... right you know and in, in your like disciplines refined like mature Developed terms, right? Like you, your, your terms in like the right way, you know.
1: Because yeah, if you I, have,
0: like, yeah. Because if sorry. people like, you know, I think the vast majority of people don't uh, reap the benefits of the internet like we do, right? Because I think, um, like the vast majority of people, like the internet is just completely like just destroyed their brains, right? But like for us, like obviously. Like I've been able to share with you this great music, and like vice versa, right? But like I, like you can be a, like a fan of this music that's not from here. I can be a fan of this music from across the world, and it's just it's such a cool experience, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, in some ways, I feel like the internet's really destroyed my brain and my stimuli and the way I perceive fun. And also, right? I mean, it's, my...
0: it's 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 a trade off, you know.
1: Yeah i because like i definitely think you have to do it in the right way you really have to set yourself with boundaries on the internet because if not you'll just be a fucking slave and your eyes will go bad quicker your brain gets turned to fucking mush it's probably proving you get dementia or all that shit a lot easier if you (laughs) turn off parts of your brain like that so
0: yeah because it just it dulls your um imagination and stuff like that
1: I think like, like it only the... dulls your imagination if you don't create anything. If you're just succumb to watching it, you don't try to make anything. I feel but like yeah. I, I, well, right. I mean. It's the it's the consuming without producing. Let me rephrase. <laughs> All the fucking shitty TikToks that people make because they think that they're going to be interesting or famous. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you actually spend time to make something tangible and not just try to capitalize off a of trend, without actually having talent or anything like that. And obviously that's subjective, but. You know, putting in legitimate work as opposed to just spending time doing bullshit.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And not actually thinking about what you want to do. Right, right. Yeah, if yeah. you want to be a creator for success, that's definitely the wrong way to go about it. Can we say that again. I said, if you want to be a creator for success, it's definitely the wrong way to go about it. Right, right. It's but. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Whew fuck. See it, Mike. But yeah, mariachi music, man. It's just so inspiring. Just it just ignites my imagination. It ignites my intellect. It makes me think of like not just Mexico, but just everything. And I love music that does that. That just makes me think of like my life, other people's lives, like my story, other people's stories—you know—it just, it just, it's just—it's a, it's a, it's a cool piece of, of humanity,
1: you know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very curious to, because obviously genres evolve and grow, and I'm, I'm curious to see what the next iteration of would be. I, I don't like, are there a lot of modern mariachi musicians and artists making music that's hot right now, or is it all just the classics?
0: I mean, the one I showed you, those first three songs, those songs came out, like, last year. Oh, okay. But that's that's what I love about this music. Like, it just sounds timeless.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, I mean, because, like, it, the people are still making it now, and it sounds pretty much the same. And it's just, it, it works so much. Hmm. A lot of these songs, like, the, f- the first, like, three... Those songs go so hard. I could literally listen to those in the gym. Like the the strumming patterns and the like you said. The um, how did you say? Like the stabbing kind of patterns. It's just it's very aggressive, but it's just kind of it's kind of like just motivational and in, in a way. And it, and it's exciting.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's really the entire point. And I like when because <clears throat> I've I mean I feel like very few vocalists kind of use their voice like an instrument in that way so you really have to go off of the mood of the the um the notes that they're singing or the way that they're arranging in the key or just the lyrics in general but there's very few vocals that make cool sounding stuff with their voice so that's why you really focus more on the instruments or at least i do but right. to me because i connect more with the guitar i'm always thinking of different ways that it expresses itself and what it makes me think of so But I'm trying to feel that way about more instruments. That's why I really tried to feel that way about the trumpet because I knew that the trumpet was going to be used in a bunch of different ways, so I had to get over my innate dislike for it. So, you know, just opening myself up to really be like, what does this remind me of or what is the way this, how does the sound of this trumpet in this arrangement really feel with the rest of the song or what does it make me innately feel? Right. Because I feel like a, a missed part of music is the timbre. And that's why people obsess over gear, and they obsess over what guitar sounds better than the other, or what instrument, because even if they have a small difference, it makes the largest difference in your subconscious emotions. So it's like the way you can play the same note on five different guitars, and maybe only one of them will just really speak to you just by that one note, just by how it physically sounds. So that's a lost art today in music, and I feel like more people should tap into that side.
0: Yeah. Like really
1: focus on the production. Focus on how it sounds. Obviously, songwriting is the most important because you can have well-produced stuff that sounds cool, but the songs aren't good. So, songwriting should be number one, and that's the most important. But you know, don't forget how something physically sounds. That's that's also key. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, forgot to ask you. Did you love? No, no, like, did you like the um those like mariachi kind of like the mexican um i mean i can't make the noise because it's not going to register on the mic but like the (laughs) like like the the it's not screaming it's just like like the shouting and like the you know what i'm talking about it's so mexican
1: (laughs) yeah i think that's part of the to me it's It's almost like a and metal it's 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 the style and the flavor so yeah i always like stuff like i like the
0: it's almost like a yodel, you know, like have you ever heard yeah. of like, like the, the Swiss or like Austrian music when they just yodel and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. It's like their little trick every, every, every culture and <laughs> with their music has their own little trick that they do. So I, I like, I like stuff like that a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's just, I, I really love like just thinking about like the different cultures and the different peoples and stuff like that. And like just the mark, you know, of like a people,
1: you know? Yeah. The mark of the people.
0: Right. I forgot. My friend told me this, like there was a word in like Sanskrit or Hindi. I don't remember what, but like, it's like the word is like, just like the, like the, the fingerprint of like Indian culture. I forgot what the word was, but, and like every culture has that where they have all of that iconography, right. They got that sound, that look, um, everything, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, we are a people, you know?
1: that's the one thing I need to get more into is a bunch of um, languages like that have one word to describe a very complex set of emotions. I've always been very interested in the words like that. And a lot of them have been um, like made up words. Just, you know, I forgot what the name of the, when somebody makes up a word to um, describe a vast amount of things these days, obviously it's, <laughs> that's just what words are. You're making up a word to describe something, but you know like in a modern context because a lot of words have already been invented
0: (laughs) right
1: right But i've always been interested in stuff like that especially when you get to think of new meanings and new emotions in a way you've never thought been able to express yeah definitely definitely But, but yeah man i thought this was a fun one i liked um I I never thought I would analyze like mariachi music. I you know if you would ask me a couple years ago, I think yeah you know it's cool, but it doesn't have that kind of depth that I'm looking for. So it's great to actually see and hear like legitimate good mariachi music and what it can do.
0: Yeah, um, because I know I did that to you with the Ashkenazi Jewish music. Um, where yeah, surprisingly really good. Yeah, I know because um, I think too many. Um, I'm like, I think a lot of people would look at things like, oh, well, you just like ethnic music and stuff like that and everything. But I'm like, I mean, really? No. Like when you think about it, like I kind of just like, I just, it just, I just like good music, right? Like, I, I don't understand why I like people have this concept that like, I have to be Mexican in order to be very passionate about mariachi and be into like it's history and be into know all of the artists and all of the songs and be like a an enthusiast and stuff like that. Like why like why am I not allowed to do that if I'm if I'm not Mexican?
1: Like yeah, it's just a whole fucking topic of appropriation. It's fucking right. tired. And you're not even like making money off of Spanish music. You're just enjoying it as a and you're sharing it. So it's it's I don't even want to hear people say it's appropriation cuz you're not even <laughs> God, it's so dumb
0: right and like all the hispanics i work with like when i'm pulling up to a job site i just like roll the windows down and i'm playing some music they love it they all like start dancing bro
1: <laughs> dude actual people from those countries really enjoy when foreigners enjoy their culture or are interested in the stuff that they have to say They're very fascinating. but obviously you can it you know you get into the fetish territory where you're just not treating them as people, but you're over exaggerating them because you like their culture so much, that's different. But if you show a genuine interest in someone else's culture, they really do appreciate it. Yeah. No. And like, even so, like,
0: I just, I just think it's, it's just, it slaps, man. Yeah. It just works. You know, it's just like, it's it's badass, You know, I, I, I just, I love it. I love it, man.
1: Well this is a good recommendation and a good one in general.
0: And I'm trying oh, thanks. And I I'm trying to do that with like different um like musical cultures around the world. Like I've 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 done that mostly just with Hispanic music, but that's the thing. Hispanic music is so broad, there's like a bajillion different genres of music to deal with. Um, I'm probably gonna do some more in later recommendations. Um but there's also like I mean I've done like samba which is the big Brazilian form music, but also I've I've gone deep into, I, I really, really want to show you, actually, this might be the next one, is Brazilian country music called Fajar. Hmm. It's so, so good. It's kind of like Zydeco. It's kind of like Cumbia. It's got that accordion. It kind of sounds Frenchy, Spanishy, but it's like, oh shit. But it's like the Portuguese version of it. And it's kind of Latin. It's really interesting.
1: Yeah, you definitely got to do that. That should be the next one for your recommendation because that that sounds right yeah. in the alley.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll do that.
1: Um, Sick.
0: I don't I don't know if maybe the recommend like the expectations too high, but either way, I guess you, you really don't know what it's gonna be. Even so, like I, that's like an idea.
1: I can't. Th- I mean, I, I I have guesses, but I can't really think specifically what that would be. No,
0: right? Because like I guess like like what's your knowledge of like Brazilian music? Like just like the. Like, the... Like, uh, Carlos Jabin, right? And, like, the... All the, like, girl from Ipanema and all, like, the the typical stuff, right?
1: Well, Tim Maia was a Brazilian he.
0: Right, but I mean, like, before that.
1: Like, what was your exposure
0: to just, like, Jabin,
1: right? I guess. I I don't know. I don't really know too much Brazilian shit. Right, but, like, you kind of knew what, like, Samba was, right? Yeah, I knew what Samba was. Right, okay. So... But, like, I, because I'm not immersed in it, it's just, like, I'm only... You know, my experience is this, the couple songs that I've heard playing from other people. You know what I mean? Maybe I should go with that, though. Maybe I should,
0: like, go with Samba, because that's, like... It's like mariachi, where you're like, oh, it's cool, but, like...
1: I think I would yeah. enjoy the first one more. Well, the uh, Fahaw. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go with that. Um... Yeah.
0: Um, and it's, and it's a similar kind of thing. Like I, I've done with that. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I got Brazil, you know, like I, I get it. I understand what they got, you know? And like, I understand Mexico. I know what they got. I understand Colombia. I know what they got and stuff like that. And I'm just trying to do that with more cultures now. Right. So like, um, I really want to go to diff, like, I want to try to learn and like be familiar with, um, like polka and stuff like that in Eastern Europe. And I know there's like, um, What's it called? Like I, I, uh, I already like it, but I'm I'm not like familiar with it in the sense like I don't know artists, I don't know any particular songs. Like I, I like Irish music and that kind of Celtic folk style music,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the fiddle, I think
1: it is. Yeah, the fiddle.
0: Yeah, I love that kind of music. I think Irish music is really
1: good. Yeah, I I've heard some of it. Some of it's kind of strange, but the folky, medieval-y kind of sound is cool. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I always thought tap dancing looks stupid, but you know, looks like fun still.
0: Hey, like that Irish like step dancing or whatever it is. Yeah, it
1: always looked dumb as shit. But
0: you know, right? But I mean, I I give them points that they really don't give. Like they don't care. Like they're no, just, they like give yeah.
1: shit, and they shouldn't care. I just think it's funny.
0: Right? Yeah. No, I mean, I think a lot of like. Yeah. Right. Like I might think a lot of shit is funny. Like um. Like I think certain languages sound funny. Right. But it's like, eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs>
1: like I said, I don't think it should be taboo to think things are funny or to make fun of shit. Like, nothing should be held to that serious of a regard in anything. Right. Other. Cause
0: it's like, cause I'm like, bro, like if this is something we're not used to, like it just makes sense that we're just gonna be like, oh, that's strange. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I really don't think anything is off limits. I feel like we cope with humor and it's a really healthy emotion.
0: Right. Um, yeah. I even like, um, Oh, and I, I I did it with like not just the Ashkenazi music, but I did it with like the Mizrahi Jewish music, like all the Middle Eastern kind of Jewish music. Yeah. I think I, I really got to show you that stuff too. Like they like Morocco, they know how to jam. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, no. I was, I was showing it to like my other friend one time, and he was just like staring at my phone. He's like, "Will you were like." the portal into this other dimension bro
1: <laughs> You're like i was out of time bro
0: yeah and right because like i was showing him all these different genres. like i was showing him the the brazilian country music and then i was showing him like gregorian chant and then i was showing him like like mexican music and then i was showing him um that um like the moroccan jewish music and he was just sitting there like yeah thanks wills <laughs> Like I like like I he's like I would have never known about this
1: stuff literally without this. And that's why you gotta talk to more people. You can't be stuck in your shell. You gotta talk to different kinds of people. No, that's why I literally
0: that's why I recommend it to this. Like that's why like I like, I just I want people to know about this music. It's so good.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I mean obviously like I, I feel that like connection to it because I feel like I'm like the only really one who likes it. But at the same time, I don't because like, you know, like I have tons of Hispanic friends here and like the people at work, like they typically know the stuff I'm playing. They're like, yeah. Like when the,
1: when I'm coming in, they're like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know your family listening to it all the time? Wait, what? I said, do you know your family listening to it all the time? Well, actually most of my family likes it. Well,
0: that's nice. Cause like, yeah. Cause like, I mean, we're from Louisiana. And, like, we have that similar kind of, like, because, you know, you, you brought up the connection with the, from La Pistola y El Corazon, like, the, that kind of similar sound between the French and the Spanish music. Right. Right, yeah, so they think it's really good. Um. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not playing it, like, out loud.
1: Well, I mean, it's not like it's that hard of a listen to. It's not like it's super out there.
0: Exactly, too. It's not like some... Like fourteen minute prog metal like, <laughs> like I guess like I saw a meme like that. It was like your favorite genre is of metal is blank and it was like um heavy it was like a prog metal. It was like you have to interrupt parties for everyone to artistically understand your fourteen minute favorite songs or <laughs> whatever.
1: Yeah, dude, fucking <laughs> Yeah, I always love the jokes about math or <laughs> prog mosh pits being like Asians doing math.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why is it that Asians are good at math?
1: Because they're disciplined. Like I said, they're a very disciplined people. They are. Yep, because all Asians are the same. Exactly, they're all a monolith. Dude, right, speaking then, like... of Asians doing insane shit, have you ever seen the show on Netflix, Physical 100? No. It's a show, it's a Korean show and they take pretty much, they're all fit. So it's like a hundred people that are athletic and they're all different body sizes and they have them do different challenges one-on-one or teamwork based to see who is like the perfect body, not the perfect body type, but just who is the person that is fit that can do all of the obstacles and all the challenges and come out on top. And it's pretty insane what they have them do. There's like men versus women. You know, short versus tall, fat versus skinny. Like, everybody just goes up against each other. It's really fun. Nice.
0: Nice.
1: Really inspires you to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're
0: like, ah, oh, man, I suck. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I always like shows like that. I like the competitive mm. shows.
0: Like, the. You like any of the Food Network stuff?
1: I don't know if it's exclusively Food Network, but I like some of the the food competitions like Jordan really likes the baking competition one. So what's the, the great British baking show where they have like yeah. kids like compete and they actually like make really good looking fucking desserts and so stuff like that. I just like competition shows.
0: Yeah. It's pretty relaxing. Like I, I love diners, drive-ins and dives. I know it's like, it's a meme cause it's like Guy Fieri, <laughs> but it's a it's a good show though. Like it just, he's like just a guy driving around America, visiting the best restaurants like that's cool
1: you know yeah you know the one that was super ridiculous but we could not stop watching and you actually might like this it's called pinata masters it's a mexican show on netflix and it it's a competition show about making pinatas no i never heard of this <laughs> it's really fucking funny the whole thing's in spanish and it's like the guilt the goal is to make the most intricate pinata you can using the specific challenges and like kids judge it so like these kids are super brutal critiquing these pinatas it's really fucking funny and then they like destroy them in the end (laughs) yeah it actually does sound pretty funny it's a fun show i was like this is really dumb and then we're like three episodes in like fuck this is good right um the what's it called are you familiar with indian matchmaking i think i've seen a couple episodes of that one yeah i watched like that was on netflix right or no it was on hulu no it was netflix yeah i've seen I a watched... couple but that was intense like i stopped watching it because the show was just a bunch of shots of fucking families talking about nonsense and it's just like it's not even entertaining anymore so i stopped watching it
0: okay i watched like the first bit of like the first
1: episode of my mom i thought it was pretty interesting the first episode is interesting but after that it just gets boring as shit like it just is a bunch of like old bitches telling you their ideas about things and it's just like oh, i don't care about this at all
0: okay yeah, well i that's like so it kind of
1: gets boring but um the i like really trashy tv too so there's this one new show called milf manor <laughs> no it, no it's like uh these these milfs go in their they're expected to be like meeting up with younger singles, but it ends up being like all of their kids swapped. So like these moms are watching their kids like fucking be interested in dating these other older women. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, Man. (laughs) Milf Manor. Give it a watch.
0: Milf Manor. Nice.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know why I like really trash fucking fake ass TV like that. Yeah, um, I don't know. You'll get something out of it. Laughter and enjoyment. I get fulfilled. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, (sighs) I think this is a good spot to end it at.
0: Yeah, I think it is too. Cool. It is uh, not four hours long but I am satisfied with two hours and 45 minutes talking about mariachi music.
1: I think you got all you wanted to say, I assume. Pretty much.
0: I'm probably going to listen to it afterwards and be like, yeah,
1: I didn't say that, but whatever. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> do you actually listen to the whole thing afterwards?
0: No, but I I don't listen to it, but like, I, I just kind of think about what I said. I'm like, oh, I could have said that, damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing too.
0: That happens in every conversation we have. or Like if we were in a debate or something and we kind of dis- just – not like me and you, but like if any of people are like in it, we always have those thoughts of, man, I, cu- I could have said that. I could have said, you know.
1: Yeah. And that's why it it really is uh, important to think about what you're trying to say because you might not miss that.
0: <laughs> All right, Because it's like, why would you make a point if you like, can't back it up? Right.
1: Yeah. And that's why I, think... I, I mean, I do the same shit. So it's like, oh, I could have said that was well, like, well, if I didn't think about it at the time, was I really making a good point?
0: <laughs> exactly. Because like you can't just say something. And then just be like, and then like get, you know, challenged by it. And then like, wait, what? you know, <laughs> yeah. you need to know exactly why it is you are, why you believe the things you believe and why, you know, yeah, cause exactly. I said, yeah, cause like I said, no agenda, you gotta just, you gotta stick true to what you really do believe in, you know, <laughs> stick to your guns boys. Yep. And then we're going to stick to Brazilian country music i'm telling you man i i want to make this the next big thing like i'm just trying to think because you know like mariachi people know what that is in america like no one knows what faha is in america other than me Right. right or like brazilian americans but even so like a bunch of um like it's, 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 it's a very Northern Brazilian thing in the sense that like, cause Brazil, when you look at it, it's, it's a mirror image of America. Whereas like in America, you know, like the North is, is a lot uh, wealthier, um, well off whereas like the South is poorer and it's like, it's like highbrow, lowbrow. Right. Yeah. Um, but in Brazil it's like the opposite. So like the South is like a lot wealthier highbrow and then the North of Brazil is like the like the east specifically you know cuz like in in america it's the northeast and the southeast right and in brazil it's the same thing it's like the 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 southeast is the the really wealthy and then the northeast is the really poor um and the brazilian country music comes from the northeast part of brazil
1: ah so they got the struggle in the music nice
0: um yeah but i mean it's just it's it's still country music keep that in mind
1: well, hopefully, I mean, I, I feel like if country was done in a better way, I'd enjoy it more. But like, I don't know. I'm maybe telling will, you, maybe this will be
0: this. It. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm telling you, this is how you do country. Because if you do country anyway, this sure as hell is the way you do it. Yeah, I'm excited to do that. Yep. bro. I never thought we'd get to the point where we're talking about. Like you know, like sometimes like your 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 interests can be like so niche. Like I'm like, yep, we're talking about
1: Brazilian country music, bro. I felt that way when I was younger, but I feel like now I'll just talk to anybody, or anything. I don't give a fuck. Especially, I know, but
0: it, I know, I know, but it's it's funny to think about sometimes. Because I mean, I just look at it, but I'm just looking at someone who's like just sees that. They're like, wait, what the? What are they talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, so niche, right? Yeah. Well,
1: all right. I think this is nice. Cool, man. Yeah, looking forward to the next one. Yep. Buenas noches, señor. Nachos de buenos.
0: Yes, sir. Good night. Bye.